and welcome to episode 43 of Don't Spoil the Ending. I'm Joe. I'm Steve. I'm Nick. And I'm John. Cheers, guys. How, how, how is everyone? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, good. You yeah. guys okay? No, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, not bad. I'm going for both. <laughs> <laughs> not done a pod in a, a while, at least with this group. Um, yeah, back in November, the uh, Red Dead 2 The Red Dead 2 podcast. Yeah, yep. So, anyone, other than Christmas, has anyone done anything good over the, over the that period? Oof, I, I, I finished Red Dead, so there's that. Well, yeah, I suppose yeah. there's that. I've, I finished it. Nick, I know you did as well. I also did, yeah. Did you finish it, John? No, I finished a few other games, not not Red Dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> quite quite the commitment of yeah, time. It's up to chapter three. I think it was at chapter three when, when we did the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, today, we're going to look at 2018 in review. We're going to see what happened through the year, or at least yeah. what we want to talk about that happened. A lot happened. But 2019 as well, we're going to have a look forward to that, see if there's anything interesting. There's a few things I'm looking forward to, so, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you've got things to look forward to, otherwise there's no point, <laughs> there's no point like, sort of existing, is there? If there's, you know. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get around to it, but I do think 2018 <laughs> was a pretty bad year for films, at least, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was saying before that I've got a, a list of top five films, but I feel like I could switch around that list and I wouldn't be that bothered, because mm. I don't feel that passionately about any of them. 2018 in film. In film. Mm. I mean, lots of good films, just nothing that absolutely blew my socks off kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yep. Yeah. I, I, well, talking about like a year in film, I brought up the other day um, off the pod. Uh, apparently, I, re- I read an article that apparently 1999 was the greatest year in film ever. Yeah, I haven't been mentioning that. Yeah. yeah. So it was films like The Matrix. Yep. Uh, being film. John Malkovich. Yep. Like, Green Mile. Green Mile was there. American Beauty. Lots of great films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty eighteen. Can you name? Can you name five good films? Well, we'll, we'll find we'll out. Get, we'll, <laughs> find, we'll find out. Um, all right. So uh, before we go to twenty eighteen, um, has anyone been playing anything or watching anything recently? Uh, Not been up to too much. I've, uh, last night I binge watched the new Netflix TV show called You. Don't know if you guys have watched. I've it. heard. I've, of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, I'm aware of it. It's. I think my partner's watched it, but I've just—I don't—I don't know if it's really my thing. Well, I thought that as well. I thought it wasn't my thing, but it's one of those shows that it is rubbish. <laughs> it's rubbish, but it's, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. It is rubbish, but it's addictive. Like uh, you know, it's kind of like addictive trash kind of thing. Uh, I finished all that last night. <laughs> yeah, good use of my time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, but yeah, we got through that. The reason I mention it is. Uh, do you know who stars in it? Because you'll all be interested to know who the main actor is in, in the TV show You. The guy playing the main actor is uh, Dom from work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's, uh, he's moonlighting as a, an actor. Really? I mean, he's quite good, isn't it? He's doing a good job. He's doing but, a good uh, job. But check it out. Check out the main psycho guy from You, and it, it is Dom. Oh, I'll, de- I'll definitely check it out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's doing a solid job at it, you know. He's, he's full support yeah, too. Great performance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, check it out. It is rubbish, but it's addictive. So yeah. What is his performance rubbish, or is he? No, he's actually quite good in it. To be honest, okay. uh, he elevates the, yeah. the show. What, what star rating would you give it? If you, I'd give it a three out of five. Three out of five. But a five for Don. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid. solid. Um, keeping on, keeping on the subject of TV. Um, I know we we've spoke about it, or you you've have spoke about it on a previous show. Yep. But True Detective season three started. Um, it did, yeah, it did. I've seen episode one and two of that. 
as of John, I know you have. Nick, you know you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve, you watched it? I've not, no. Uh, I've really loved the first series, and then obviously the second series was happened. <laughs> That's uh, a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. the second series is the thing that exists. Um, <laughs> honestly, I've just not got around. Uh, I don't want to button now, but there is a show that I've been binging myself that I will get onto in okay, a second. Okay, we'll come on uh, to that. Um, with True Detective Season 3, I enjoyed it. Now, John... I know you well, John. I know you were really down on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick, I, I, I know you're a bit down on I it. I am a bit down on it. I'm not like it's definitely it's def- nothing. It's not a scratch on a season one, like. But uh, yeah, I for me, I think it's too early to judge it. Definitely, yeah. I, I I agree that if you compared the first two episodes of the first season and the first two episodes of this season, yeah, I got that. I got that argument, yeah. but. Don't know. I I quite I didn't mind it at all. I think, I think like, the main thing for me, and we, we did mention it on the other podcast. Um, like they do they do seem to copy a lot of the things from season one, like the different timelines. But they've just upped the ante and done three now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and all the symbolism, like they've got all these like little wicker things, which is exactly uh, yeah. taken straight from season one. Though. They literally mentioned the um, paedophile situation from season one in season three. Yeah, probably a throwaway comment. The director said it's a throwaway comment. But <coughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm, you know, oh, I'm, I'm sure you two also both watch it as well. Definitely going to yeah. stick with it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it's not as bad as you're making out, John. It's not so much that it's bad. It's just so bland and like average that basically there's no need for it to exist. I don't think. Like the only reason they've made it is to try and recreate the magic of series one, and it doesn't do that. So it's like you failed. Like, yeah, I feel I feel like you have to give them a bit more time before you. I get that, but if they're just straight out trying to recapture the magic of the first series, I don't, it sort of feels like it's already failed. Then because the first series was so good, just trying to copy it again is just I don't know if I mean cynical, but it just yeah. But I mean on that as well, like the whole thing of we'll just do everything that was good in series one. We'll do the little like weird idols that they leave around. We'll do all that kind of stuff. Kids being abducted, all that uh, three timelines. That, for me, wasn't what was good about Series 1. What was good was Matthew McConaughey and Woody Howelson, and they haven't got them two back. So Yeah, yeah I, get, I get that. Like, I, I imagine Series 1 would be quite hokey if it, if it was like a different director and different actors in it. But because they were so good, they elevated the material kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And when they, you haven't got them, it's just like this average kind of, you know... Who are the leads in the third series, then? It's uh, Mahashala Ali, is called, from uh, Moonlight and House of Cards. He's in the uh, Into the Spider-Verse... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he plays right. the uncle. Yeah, yeah. He's in. Yeah. That. He's in uh, what's that other Marvel Netflix show called? Oh yeah, he's in Luke Cage, wasn't he? Yeah, yep. Yeah, so you know they've they've got someone in there. Yeah, great actor. Uh, I'm just not sure they're giving him too much to do, but mm. I'll, say I'm, I'll definitely watch it all anyway, regardless. But I watched yeah. all the series two, and that was that was rubbish. Yeah, I died. I died. <laughs> I died out yeah. season two when he. I think does Colin Farrell get shot with a shotgun or something in the third episode. Uh, yeah, the, the is that storm, right? The storm a building or something? Yeah. yeah and uh, after that, I was like, I'm kind of done with this. Spoiler <laughs> warning, though, he right. didn't die from that. I know, I've heard, yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah, but is that? Do you think that's going to ever come back as one of them? One of them TV series that's not not appreciated at the time. What series two? Mm. No. So <laughs> <laughs> is it not no. going to? In ten years, people are going to look back and go, "Do you know what?" That's actually that's a masterpiece. No, it's dreadful. Uh, <laughs> the last episode of it. And are you guys? Did you finish it? Nick? I finished it. 
I have no memory of it. But there, were, there were parts in the final episode that were laughable, kind of thing. Yeah, where Venice Fawn's walking. These are spoilers, by the way. Yeah, but yeah. Venice Fawn's walking through the desert and it's being like taunted by imaginary uh, black youths. And it's like, what am I watching? It's the weirdest. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, check it out. Check it out just for that scene. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought it's quite laughable at the end of series two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Rubbish. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah, Steve, you had a you had a TV show you've watched recently. Yeah, uh, so I've recently watched all three series of Fortitude, which are currently oh. out now. I don't know if anyone else has watched Fortitude. No. Always been interested. I know the entire plot of series one because of my sister, but I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> I would highly recommend watching it because, oh my word, it is mental. I know it the end of the series one mental chaos. It's especially as you get through to the later series. It's just, oh, it's. I don't want to go into it because. I honestly think you should watch it and I don't really want to give anything away. Just the main character, I don't know the actor's name, It's he's called Dan Anderson, he played um, Beric Dundannon in Game of Thrones. Oh, Another okay. very bizarre character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, he's a lad who... Uh, Game of Thrones spoilers, come on, everyone's sorry. He's a lad who basically can't die because Forrest and Mer keeps bringing him back to life every time yeah. he gets killed. The hound cuts him off in a cave. Yeah. Fun scene. But he's in this and he's just utterly incredible. He's so captivating to watch. Um, It also features some of the favourite, I guess you could call it music, uh, in in television uh, in the final episode of Series 2. There's just an incredible moment. And if it wasn't for the music, it wouldn't quite be as uh, affecting as it actually is. I I I would probably give it a four out of five. The only reason I would give it a four out of five is, in all honesty, I feel like series three is a little weak. And I'm not a great fan of the ending. Right, Some people okay. might really like it. It's just personally, I'm not a great fan of it. But I would absolutely urge anyone to watch it all. It is incredible. It's all out at the minute. Um, I just watched it all. I've been just watched it over a couple of days, um, just on Sky, on Sky On Demand. So if anyone's got Sky... Can I mention, uh, I'm not sure if I'm remembering this right, but it's not a spoiler this, but series one, the ending, I'm going back a couple of years here from a memory from when my sister told me. Am I right in thinking that the ending is to do with like mammoth corpses? <laughs> you are absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, you, 100% there is yeah. a, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. De- I'm definitely <laughs> interested to check it out. It, does sound it is, mental, it is so. incredible. It's so, so good. Yeah. Um, just the whole... Oh gosh, I just, yeah, I can't re- I feel like I can't. Yeah, I just want people to go into it like not knowing as much yeah, as possible because yeah. then you sort of get the full appreciation of just how weird it gets. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's one of those, it's, it's interesting though because it's it goes really weird. It's not wacky weird. It's just weird, weird. It's like everything's super mundane. Well, essentially, it's the place, the Fortitude is a Norwegian island and the only thing on the island is some fishing, some mining, and then there's a research station up there. Um, and it's just about this island. But there's just some absolutely terrific moments in it. Like Lost. Uh, it's about it's, it just, oh, it just If Lost and this had a street fight, <laughs> this would win, like, really handily. Interestingly, they both have polar bears, so that's fun. Okay, yeah. But the polar bears in this makes sense because, you know, Norwegian yeah, island. Yeah, where it is, yep. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember why there's polar bears on Lost. On the, uh, the, the young lad imagined them into existence. I think that was a thing. Is that real? <laughs> I feel like it was. I'm sure he saw it in a comic and then it was there. Oh, I need I need to get that Lost podcast sorted out. Uh, <laughs> that series about Lost. I think the world's a better place if you don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, we move on. Um, I've played a couple of games over the Christmas period, one of them being Wolfenstein 2. 
Um, has, has anyone played that? Yeah, I've played both Wolfstand 1 and 2 and the uh, the Old Blood, I think it was as well. Was that the, the yeah, spin-off of the second one? Yeah, uh, the first one. First one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, I, I went into 2 after not knowing anything about the first game or anything. Um, so I was kind of dropped in the middle of a story, but I don't feel like that impacted it too much. I know, John, you've told me off the pod that you know, it probably had some effect on it. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I thought the first one was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I saw it on a, an offer with Doom and I was like, I can't can't pass this opportunity up. So yeah, I got Wolfenstein 2. Uh, really like that. If you don't like Nazis, that's a good game. Um, I think anything that it does at the moment is just gold kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, Doom, Wolfenstein, they're doing a Rage 2 as well in the summer. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, finished Wolfenstein. It took me about uh, probably about eleven hours. It was, it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not you. Not generally a fan of first person shooters, but I had to turn the difficulty down on this one because to enjoy the story, I just I just couldn't keep dying. <laughs> it was just it was just it was just too much at points. It reminds um, me of Bioshock that those Wolfenstein games. The uh, oh really? I think so. Like the whole kind of like alternate history and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get, get that. real Bioshock feel from even the mechanics of the first person shoots, and I think it's quite similar. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. For me, Bioshock's like. A lot like I don't know. I've got a lot more af- uh, affection for it than Wolfenstein, but mm. yeah, I can see your point uh, definitely. Um, yeah, probably give that probably give that a three and a half out of five myself. I'm looking at you, John, as if you're going to give me a. Oh, that's fine. I give it a five, but yeah, five that's five. fine. Yeah, yeah. No, um, there, there, the per depiction of Adolf Hitler is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Like, He's literally just some like coughing, spluttering, <laughs> like psychopath who's just like vomiting on the floor and stuff for no like. When's part two set? Was it like nineteen sixty five or something? Yeah, it's the sixties, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So he, he's just him vomiting and all that. But there's a bit where you can walk up to Hitler and you can get a trophy for this, but you get a, a death screen and then you have to get the new checkpoint and go back. But. You can literally walk to Hitler whilst he's just passed out on the floor and just kick him in the head. <laughs> and you get a trophy for that, which is good. Yeah. Um, you get killed for it, but <laughs> you get killed straight away. But I quite enjoyed that being in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I reckon the best game I've played over the last few weeks is probably Uncharted Four. So I'm very late on that. Well, that late. Very. It's a fantastic game, though. It's so good. Like I don't, I don't think it's the best Uncharted game, but. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Come put it down. Um, yeah. yeah, just that that whole. I know the story was quite cliche with like spoilers, but the his brother shows up that yeah. I don't think you've ever heard of before. Never been mentioned before. No, <laughs> the game starts off with a sort of mission set years and years before yeah. anything, and you're in a prison and you're trying to break out of prison with your brother. Yeah. It's like what brother? Like, <laughs> yeah, never, never met this guy before. Uh, Looks like Nathan telling her what is it? Sully is called the guy, the old guy. Sully's the old guy. Like just telling him like, oh, do you know I had a brother? It's like what? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and then they, they kind of like try and gloss over it by saying, oh yeah, obviously it was so painful. I just couldn't. I can never bring it up to the woman that I married. I know. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I just I turned a blind eye to some of the some of the more yeah like cliched hokey yeah. Ones, yeah. But like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like the the chemistry through the game is just great. A lot of the right Uncharted's always been really well written from my point of view. Like the the dialogue you get from between the characters. Usually he's travelling with another, isn't he? Usually he's travelling yeah. with someone else. It's his wife, isn't it, normally? So there's a there's parts of the old games where you travel with his wife and then you travel with Chloe 
a yeah. bit in what episode in the second game in part two and Harry in part two as Harry, well yeah. Harry part yeah Harry it's Flynn Harry Flynn, yeah. Harry Flynn yeah. uh, part two then Uncharted 3 for me like, I've spoke about this previously but that game is just like I enjoyed it when I played it but I can't remember anything about the game other than climbing up a plane and being in a ship that's sideways that's all I remember Oh, really? I remember the bit where uh, you've got to go on the boat, the big cruise liner, to go and find Solid. And it turns out it was, not, was, it was never on the boat. And it's like, you've just yeah. done, a, done an entire like five-hour mission. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was never there in the first place. No, that's like that's that's what I was wrong about <laughs> with the sinking ship. And that it's like, yeah, I yeah. didn't remember... I, you saying that, I don't remember him never being on the ship. I just remember yeah. it being all this interesting-looking platform level in a... Yeah. A it was a great boat. action scene and stuff, but it's just... To me, it just felt so pointless. It's just like, why do we even come here? Why yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but even then, like, I'd, I feel like Uncharted could probably have a really naff story and still be a good game. Yeah, because the of gameplay pulls all your aspects out of it, like the platforming and like the graphics, the scenery, the scope of it. It's just really good. So. Yeah, I mean, part two is my favorite. But just thinking about it now. The end boss fight of that game is where you fight that Lazarevich or something. Yeah. And you just run around a blue pool shooting him. Like, I don't, don't even remember that at all. Like, Yeah. It's literally a pool of water, a circular pool. You just have to run around the pool or stay yeah. away from just, just shoot him and you go on. And he dies. And it's like, oh, it's good game. <laughs> <laughs> There's that bit in Uncharted 2 where that was the first Uncharted I ever played, the second one. And it's this game about like adventure, like finding these treasures and stuff. And like, oh, there's a bit of spooky stuff going on. And then you start fighting these like big blue gorillas. Do you remember that? Was that in part two, though? Part of the second game, yeah. Yeah, but it turns out they're not... Yeah, yeah. It turns out they're human, done to... Yeah, but it's just like... But then there was actually a weird element to it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I remember playing it going, what, what's going on? Yeah, like, it's my favourite, the second one, but I've played that game a few times and like I get to that point and I'm like, this is just like insane. <laughs> it's just mad. They're like big blue ram people, aren't they, or something? They're yeah. Like big horn heads and stuff, yeah. Yeah, like beasts type thing, yeah. but... No, like I love that game. I'll probably give that a, probably a four and a half out of five off the top of my head. They'll probably give that. Yeah. Um, deserve, deserve that kind of rating. Yeah, one, one of the Definitely. one of the one of the better games. Um, but yeah, that they're two of the two of the big games I've played recently. Has anyone played any other games recently? Pretty much, I think I've played recently. I guess we'll be talking World, about in a bit. World of Tanks. So World of Tanks. <laughs> I want to clear this as well because a couple of episodes ago when I was on, I said I'd. I'd played 10 days worth of World of Tanks. And then afterwards I thought, that can't be right. So I fact-checked it. No, I played 25 days worth of World of Tanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even the highest on my friends list. Oh, yeah. Um, but interestingly, they wouldn't be my games of the year, but I've decided to get out of World of Tanks and into two different Tanks games. So that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, to uh, finally come over to the Xbox. War Thunder, which has been on the PS4 for a while. Um, that's... Slightly more realistic in the same way that a tank and game based in World War Two on a games console can be. Yeah. But you can fly planes. So that's that's fun. That's a thing. It's not really a tank game if you can... I mean, you can still drive tanks. Yeah, okay. It's not a pure <laughs> tank game. But I don't think anyone's making that claim. So I think we're okay. I mean, I was, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. I get okay, you. okay. Uh, I've also been playing Armored Warfare again, another tank game. Yeah. These are great because um, War Thunder and Armored Warfare playing ripoffs of World of Tanks. <laughs> like the UI is identical, the controls are identical. Don't know why. It's yeah, but uh, I forgot where I'm up to. Armored Warfare is very similar to World of Tanks, but there's more player versus environment in it. 
It's kind of interesting. In fact, you actually can't play play versus play it until you have a tier five tank, hmm. uh, which is oh, interesting because right, it's part of the problems with World of Tanks was always they bring out a new line of tanks for another country. Uh, for example, in World of Tanks, they've recently, I say recently, it's a little old now, but they've just introduced a Polish tank line. I don't know. I didn't realize Poland made tanks, <laughs> but <laughs> the problem with that is every time they introduce a new tank line, you've got to go back to the very first tier. So up until tier five, battles will be absolute hell because you're the, trying to use all the tactics they use late game that just don't make sense in a low tier game because you've got new people just charging straight across right. the battlefield. <laughs> so you're sat there, you've got a nice camping spot in your tank, you're thinking, right, I can just, yeah, laughing. Something just runs at you, just rams you. Yeah. Doesn't really do any damage to you, but then the rest of the team can see you because you've spotted. <laughs> Bit of a pain, yeah. but that's just low tier stuff. In this, by restricting it up until then, that's quite interesting mm. so theoretically by the time you get to play versus player battles everyone should be a better player yeah they're not <laughs> but, but, um, but they should be <laughs> uh, the other interesting thing about uh, armored warfare is it's uh it's a modern day setting and okay. rather than na- uh, nations for t- uh, tech trees you have basically i think it's four different mercenary companies that you work for basically america slash england china russia and then rest of the world right I like that the rest of the world formed formed some kind of alliance there. Yeah, I know, like, I know, yeah. I know it's just like the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's interesting. It's just nice having more modern tanks, and you also get uh, you all like this because they're not tanks. Because you can say that this isn't a tanks game now because of what I'm going to say. <laughs> Go you also get wheeled vehicles as well. Right, it's okay. not a tank game. It's, no, okay, <laughs> it's a wheeled vehicle game. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> sure. I suppose trying to tanks aren't wheeled, are they? They're tracks. Well, that's the definition of a tank almost, yeah. The, uh, yeah the it's track. a track yeah. vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my own question. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I think if you think about it again, though, tracks do have little wheels that move the tracks. That is also true, but then you yeah. could start saying that there's wheels and everything. There'll be wheels in boats. You look deep enough, wheels within wheels. find a wheel wherever you look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's uh, but they're, they're a lot of fun because I've been driving a. Uh, so you have a classification of tanks called tank hunters. You usually have a very big gun. They're usually very flimsy. So you hide at the back of the battlefield and you are basically a sniper. But on these wheeled attack vehicles, these armoured fighting vehicles, um, you're super fast. So I've just been just charging right at people and then doing donuts around tanks, just <laughs> using them, and it's a lot of fun. You don't last long, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But I think that feels like a quote of a tank chat. <laughs> well, yeah, just just to just to get, add, add to that... Um, I did look at buying World of Tanks. I know it's free, but I did look at it on the PSN store the other day. I was thinking, right, what's the, what's all the fuss about? What Steve spending half his life playing World of Tanks? <laughs> like, so I looked at it and I was like, I can see the appeal. It's it's cracking. It honestly is. Yeah. Then the other side of it, I looked at it and went, this is going to take forever to get any good at this game because I imagine it's one of them games where the only people playing it now, not the only, most of the people playing it now are like experts at that game. So the community of it is going to be this highly skilled community where any noob's going to come in now and just get absolutely ruined. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is fair. There's, there's a whole thing in World of Tanks called seal clubbing. <clears throat> it means the same as most online games. It's <laughs> someone being really experienced beating up new people. <laughs> yeah. So the so what World of Tanks does, it has a certain subsect of tanks called premium tanks. You usually have to buy them. Sometimes you can get them for free. But they are objectively better than every other tank in their class mm. uh, or the tier. 
So there's a couple. I own a couple. I, I, I do this because sometimes you've got to feel good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and they're objectively much better than anyone else. Like, for example, I've got a few that are at Tier 2, mm. and they, uh, they've changed it now, so it doesn't always face Tier 2 tanks. It used to face Tier 2 and 3. Now it faces Tier 2, 3, and 4. Tier 4 tanks will batter it, but Tier 2 and 3 have no chance because it's got 44mm armour and pretty much every gun you'll be fighting against just doesn't have that sort of penetration. So you literally can't really be hurt. Yeah, can't do any damage though. Hilarious. <laughs> but now, you know, you'll, you'll take that tank and you're almost guaranteed <gasps> that you'll be in a Tier 4 match and then you can just get battered. Yeah. Well, the tank is great. It's just an insignificant... Time investment. Yeah. The vast bulk of my 25 days, I can almost guarantee, were when I was unemployed. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. I think, like, like, I think the best free game you can get, right, not World well, not World Tanks, not Fortnite for the four of us, but, you know, that's that's probably the real game of the year if you look at it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go back on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but Rocket League for me still... Just the best free game. Yeah. Well, well strictly actually, not it's, free. Yeah, it's not actually free. We got it for free with PS Plus, but but it's not actually. It was only that first month it was free. God, wait, wait, wait to just shoot me down. <laughs> uh, but it's the same kind of model though, because I got it for free, and like Steve was saying, I, I've bought the Jurassic Park Jeep on there yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I probably spent. I've got the Batman vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've bought all the cars on there over the years, so it's probably I've probably spent more on the cars than I would on a on normal game, but. It's great, isn't it? You know, it's, they've uh, done a fantastic job of keeping that game as well, though. Like, yeah, it's always new content, like yeah, you know. Uh, and it's a three and a half year old game now, twenty fifteen. That was yeah, it's madness. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think World of Tanks is even old, older than that. Isn't it? it is older than that. It's I was there for <laughs> when it came out on Xbox One. I was already a player. Um, I think it's certainly in its fifth, maybe sixth year. Mm. Um, it's quite old, but obviously it's been on the PC for years and years and years. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, like an old. It's franchise. a really old game. But one, I like one thing you mentioned there, though, as well, where, like, you'll get newbies who just kind of, like, just ram into you and stuff just out of nowhere. Just the idea of, like, a newbie will have, like, just these random tactics. A bit like a beat-em-up when you play, like, a, a button basher on Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. You'll it's have just, all your yeah. combos worked out and stuff, and this guy comes along and just doing all these erratic kicks. You're like, God, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of game plan is this? And they've got a chance of beating you because, like, you can't yeah. defend against that that yeah. random kind of, a, you know, attack. Well, yeah, in World of Tanks, uh, there's a spotting system. So until you're spotted by an enemy tank, nobody can see you right, right. on the map. So it takes you being spotted. But if you've got people just, they call them lemming trains or, or sewer scouts, is another name for them. Sewer scouts are great names. Sewer scouts. <laughs> uh, people in a light tank and they just razz it across the field and then you just get spotted and you get ripped apart by the entire enemy team. It's like, no, that's not how you play the game. <laughs> that's not how you do it. You can't sacrifice one person just to... <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, anyone watch any films before we move on to our 2018 review? No, I don't think I have. No, nope. no more films, no more games, no more TV. Uh, I've nope. been watching films recently, but they're, they're not new films. I got a Wes Anderson box set for Christmas. Uh -huh. oh, so I've been, uh, been watching a couple of them because <clears throat> I before, I love Wes Anderson films. I understand why people don't, but I like how twee they are. It makes me happy. Yeah, he has but, a certain uh, style, doesn't he? Yeah, it absolutely does. It's yeah. been interesting watching because I've got Rushmore, I've got, oh gosh, his very first one. Bottle Rocket. Called. Afterwards, that uh, no, it's, it's it's just a name. No, it is Rushmore. Sorry, ignore Rushmore. me. It is Rushmore, and then uh, Royal Tenor Bombs is the other one, and yeah. then it's also got uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, which is yeah. probably one of my favorite all time films. Oh, really? I think Rushmore's still his best film. Rushmore is great, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, so I've just been watching them, and it is fun watching it going, well, that shot is used in every single film. He likes the the side-on shot as people moving from room to room. Yeah. Um, so that's quite good. So I've been watching all them. It's been quite mm. nice. Mm. Good, good. Um, 2018 review them. We'll, we'll make a start on that. Big year. Yeah, like I've, I've been looking at games I've played through the year, and most of the games I played this year, last year, because it's 2019, most of the games I played in 2018 weren't from 2018. But yeah. <clears throat> I, as I said to, you know, you guys, you can you can put whatever list you want you want together. Like, but I've tried to keep my it's a admittedly small list to games released in twenty eighteen. So it's up to you what you've done with your lists. But we're gonna now speak about the lists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great segue there <laughs> yeah. into lists. Um sorry, maybe just edit that out. Do we want to do our honourable mentions before we do the list? That's a good idea. I think do them afterwards. You because otherwise you'll, afterwards? you'll know they're not, not on your list then. You okay. Know what I mean? okay I'm, oh, no, that's fair. That's fair. Like the suspense kind of thing. Uh, no, that's fair. Yeah, because I've, I've got a couple of honourable honorable mentions myself. Yeah. I've only got two, so yeah. yeah. I think I've got two. But yeah, no, like, I, um, yeah, before we start, like, a lot of the, when I look back at 2018, like, my favourite games of the year were games that didn't come out this year. So yeah. I've spoken about them before, but Persona 5, Finished that like early on, first first like couple of months of the year. I still think about that game every yeah. couple of days, and it's it just keeps popping back into my head that I want to just go play that game again. Like because there's a new game plus on it, so I want to play it over. But there's rumors that they're bringing a new version of that game out, which will be like an extended version of the game, um, called Persona Five R or something like that. They did it with Persona Four, but people are, there's like um they've. They've sectioned off parts of the website for Persona 5R and Persona 5S. So people don't know whether there's going to be some kind of like mobile version or something right. like that, and like a fully fledged expanded version of the game. Yeah. So like I'm waiting for information on that, but I just I don't know. Like that game got so so much steam behind it that the main characters in Super Smash Brothers now. Like <laughs> Persona 5 has never been Persona's never been on a Nintendo format until I think Persona 5 is coming out on Switch. Oh, sorry, yeah. So the, the main series, Shin Megami Tensei, Tensei, is on Nintendo, but Persona's never been on it, as far as I know. And now the one of their main characters is on their, their like flagship, look at all our characters thing. I know Solid Snake's on it, Yeah. but do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, they, they always expand the... Uh... The roster every time a yeah. new game comes out, don't they? So yeah, so it's like, yeah. like I don't I don't want to talk about it too much because that's obviously a game I spoke about on the pod before. But that was that was me the best game I played last year. Um, well, I'm in a similar thing with that. Like I I think I mentioned before, not on the pod, I don't think, but I played Fight Night Champion like from a game from 2011 uh, last year, and I, I loved it. And that's probably the best game I played last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Because yeah. like there were some boss games last year, but yeah. Fight Night Champion, I mean, I, I love sport games and, like, boxing games as well anyway, but it was one of them games that over a weekend, on a Friday night, I just, I just thought, I'll throw this on, and I played it for the entire weekend, like, just non-stop kind of thing. Yeah. And finished it on the Sunday, I was like, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. I could play it all again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, um, if we start with games, I've got a top three list. Are you all on top threes, or have you got a top five? Yeah, I've got top, top three. three for games. Yeah. Top three, yeah. right. Um, who wants to start with the number three place, then? So I want my going first because mine's going to be a bit underwhelming. So, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, third place for John. 
third place for me is uh, well, it's been a good good year for racing games. I quite like racing games as well. There was one called Gravel which came out, which wasn't amazing or anything, but just a good solid uh, kind of like rally racer, and one called Onrush which was a bit like Overwatch in a racing game, if that, if that makes any sense at all. It's a com- competitive kind of battle, it's almost, battle slash racing game. It's almost captured the flag in racing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That, that was good. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. It, it was good, but it's not on my list, though. Uh, on my list oh, is... Oh, he's throwing, he's throwing a secret honourable mention. Yeah, the, uh, the best racing game, uh, Horizon Chase Turbo, which came out on all formats now. Originally only launched on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh it's a game which is like a throwback to uh, the old Outrun games of the 80s. Uh, proper, like, old 8-bit uh, hardcore racing game. Uh, and it's, the name Horizon Chase Turbo, which is one of those games where you drive into the horizon for the entire game kind of thing. I'm so glad that's on one of these lists because I've not <coughs> played it, but I've seen enough of it to know that I'd probably love it. Yeah, I think, um, I think you would like, love it. Not to jump all over you talking about it, but like everything from the graphics to just the aesthetic to the feel of the game just yeah. looks... The design of the tracks and the cars and the music, it just feels like Outrun kind of thing, but a modern-day version of that. Yeah. Uh, and it's fantastic. It's you know quite cheap. It's, I think, £15. Mm. It's out on the Switch now as well, uh, which is perfect for the Switch, I think, mm. you know, the format on the Switch and stuff. Uh, yeah, loved it. Best racing game of the year. That's my number three game of the year. I like that, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, <coughs> anyone want to go next with their number three? I mean, do you want to just go around clockwise? Clockwise? Okay. Um, well, for me... I've I've got a, I've got a probably three honourable mentions which we'll talk about afterwards. But my number three is probably going to be Katamari Remote Reroll, um, which is now I really didn't want to put re-releases of games on my list, but that came out um, recently on the Switch. Um, I think that's fine though. Oh yeah, but it's it's just it's just amazing. Yeah. It scratched this like nostalgic itch for me where. I have not played, not been able to, not been able to play a, a Katamari game for years and years because none of them have came out. I've been waiting for a new one for so long, they don't come out. But they released a remaster of the first game, which is not a long game, like probably eight hours if if you want to put it like that. But the music in it, a lot of it's the same music, if not all of it, as far as I can tell, is the same music, which is like one of the best soundtracks ever from a strange Japanese game. Um, yeah, so it's great music. The sound effects are great. The controls are not amazing, but that's almost part of the game's charm. The, yeah, that's a bit a bit janky kind of thing. Yeah, like it's <clears throat> it's it's meant to be that way, but it's 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 sometimes like you'll get stuck under a table or something. Basically, the aim of the game is you start off as this small ball. Um, well, you're not the ball. You're the prince of the cosmos, right? And all the stars, <laughs> all the stars have disappeared from the sky, as of all constellations. You know, the moon's disappeared. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that you will start off really small, um, you know, specific to the level, and you'll pick up stuff like you know chewing gum and start. You'll pick that up, and then you'll pick up like mice or something. And then you get big, big enough to like roll up dogs and things like that to a point where towards the end of the game you're picking up like giant squid. And you're picking up fucking rainbows and clouds, and then you just you just roll this ever growing like ball of stuff up, and it's just this weird slice of Japanese like strange gaming. Mm-hmm. That it caught on over here when it first came out, like not like massively, but it caught on. Just, and just playing that again was just a great feeling. It was just nostalgic, but it was also it's a good game. Um, 
yeah no so that's that's my number three I, like if, if it's one of them games that a lot of people will look at the aesthetic for it and go like what, what the hell is this this is some kind of kids game but you play it and it's like no this is just dead quirky it's just so good well you mentioned it before that i had a memory of playing this game but i don't think i did i think i played nobby nobby boy which you mentioned before yeah which is similar and I've also got, I also got messed up with Loco Roco as well, which I def- yeah, yeah. definitely played yeah. that, but it's a similar art style, isn't it? But a different different game kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Um, it's almost like you're a false memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like that uh, Cat Mary uh, Damasi re-roll, it's, it's my number three for the for the year. Um, it's It was a close one for number three. I could have picked one of maybe three or four games for that, for the number three spot, for what came out in 2018. But yeah, well, that's, you know... For me, that's that's my number three. Okay. Okay. My one is a kind of a last year game. It's kind of a 2018 game, but also kind of not because the Xbox One has a game preview program. It ah, technically yeah, okay. came out in 2018, but I played it in 2017 and 2018. Um, and it's Subnautica. Ah, okay, that's good. not a bad show, that, because that's, <clears throat> that's still getting updates now. No, he still gets spotted. It's, it's they've really dread-fed the story into it, which I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, I think I've actually spoke about Subnautica, uh, possibly the E3 podcast, the first one I was on. I think I might have spoke about it then. Ah, uh, yeah, um, I think, I think yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. It's just it's just a really <clears> nice game. It's uh, it's your basic survival horror, but you're on a flooded planet, oh. and you just build your you can build your little base and. Um, Essentially, it's not really a spoiler because it's the first thing that happens is uh, you sort of start the game in an escape pod that's been jettisoned from the ship and then a few seconds later you can climb out your escape pod when you've landed in the ocean and you see your ship coming down. And you're sort of trying to piece out why your ship's crashed. And there is a proper story in there and uh, it just goes on and on. But a lot of it you can just spend just building the coolest underwater base you <laughs> ever can. It's like I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but... There's a lot of similar similarities with Minecraft in it, isn't there? Is that right? I mean, in the fact that it's a survival game where you also build stuff. Yeah, like it's not yeah. a case. Like, is it? Is it? Do you have? Um, is it got generative landscape, or is it the same landscape for every player? Oh no, it's the same. It's the same. Same world. landscape. It's, the same world. it's not. Yeah, it's so not it's, procedurally generated. It's like a survival. Yeah. Okay. So from what I'd heard, it was almost like there were layers of what felt like Minecraft in it. So that's obviously going to be your building stuff. Um, yeah, and I mean, the whole general sort of... Exploration. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. The whole exploration, which is... Building and exploration is why Minecraft's so addictive to play, mm. really. But it's uh, it's it's just a really nice game to look at. I think it's so bright and vibrant in it. Um, the, the, the underwater flora and fauna looks terrific. There's some cool, big, scary monsters... Um, you can get like a little suit, like a little mech suit in it, which is called the Prawn, <laughs> which is just amazing. It's just really cool. It's just a really nice game, and now that it's had a proper release. It's much, I think when I played when I talked about it last time, like I did mention that it's it's quite buggy and it's not terrifically stable. It is a lot better now that it's had a proper release. Right. But you know, it's it's game preview. It's never going to be perfect when it's yeah. on game preview. You you're basically playing like in some cases the alpha version of the game. Never mind the beta version of the game. But it's now it's had a proper release. Uh, they've done quite well at supporting it. It's just really nice. The story is actually kind of cool as well. You can really get into the story, um, and it just keeps going and going. It drives you to find the next thing. Um, but just the, the just some of the visuals in it are stunning. Like when your ship first crashes, 
and you sort of get out of your life pod. This all happens in the first five minutes. You can climb out to the top of your life pod and you just stood in you and you're just an endless ocean as far as you can see. You see a ship hit the water and then you just get a warning saying, uh, I think it's like a 30 seconds to warp drive malfunction and it's just a massive nuclear explosion that just rips the ship apart as it's landing <laughs> and it just looks incredible. It's It's really pretty. Um, but just just for just swimming around an ocean, just looking at cool stuff, it's really nice for that. I've heard really good things about it recently. Like um, I've heard they've built a lot onto that game. Like, Absolutely. When I first got it, there were, I don't think when I first got it, there was actually a story. Mm. Really, I think there was just it was just exploration and build a little base. But now, yeah, there's a full story. It's it's terrific. All right, cheers, Steve. Uh, Nick, uh, what's your number three? Yeah, I, I had a lot of difficulty yeah, coming up with my number three one um, because, like some of my honourable late mentions, which I'll come up, I'll come, uh, I'll, I'll mention in a bit, obviously. Um, I was they they were going to get the number three spot, and my, num- my number two spot was nearly number three, but um, my choice is Detroit, um, the you know the um, Quantic Dream game. Yep. You, um, I think you you two played it, haven't you? I've not. Um, nope. I've, got not? It, I've never played it. And, and I know you haven't. I will got, never ever play that game. You've not got an Xbox. <laughs> uh, you've not got a PlayStation. <laughs> correct. I do have an Xbox. <laughs> um, yeah. Xbox Master Race. Yeah, I think it's the main. Oh, no one's ever said oh, that in the yeah. life. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, I think it's amazing. I'm a big fan of all the games from uh, Quantic Dream. So uh, someone has to. Uh, <laughs> Detroit, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I've made the point previously that it hits its more subtle points with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, I, it's a bit of an odd... Not I, odd. I, 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 was, I was just really drawn in by the story. You I know was, what I mean? to be fair, yeah. Um, and, like, some, some moments in that game for me just blew my mind. I was like, oh, you know, I, I proper felt like I was part of the, 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 the gang of robots, whatever you want to call them. Um, right. I, I I felt I felt part of the game. You know what I mean? Like I was, yeah. It, it's visually stunning. As oh, well. it's beautiful it's, game. It's one well, of the best like graphics I've seen in a game ever. Like technically, that game's second to none. Is it, can you name a better looking f- f- graphics game? I mean, I'm not, I'm not played it, so no. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, it's but, but because can't the, name many of us. Well, because any. of like like the type of game it is, like they, they can afford to, can't yeah, they? Yeah, true, true. Very much afford to up the ante with the graphics because yeah. like they're, they're not gonna have all these big um, fight scenes and stuff. So like, you you they, they can just have amazing graphics without. And I imagine a lot of the game is probably like pretty close to being just like FMV video kind of thing. You know, exactly. Yeah. Chairs, yeah. Like, You're essentially just. Um, Playing a bit, film, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a choose-your-own adventure film kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah. that Snatch, It's essentially that, but better. <laughs> Ten-hour game about that, isn't it? So yeah, it's, yeah. it's not even like it's a long game. Like pe- some people see long games as getting you, you know, value for money. But for Detroit, it's like it's a ten-hour game. If you love it, then you've you know you've you've got your money's worth. At the same time, though, like I I, I fully intend on playing through it again because like there's different paths you can take. Like we've spoke about the endings that we've gotten, and we've got completely different endings. So. I was gonna I was actually gonna ask that because I've heard anecdotally of from other people that the endings can differ wildly. So no. I was gonna ask if you had different experiences. Me, yeah, when me and Nick have we spoke about this on the pods? Uh, I'm not sure if we've talked about it on the pod before. Okay, well, spoilers. Are we all right talking about this? You Detroit. Frost, yeah. No, I will yeah, yeah, literally never play that well, game. Well, yeah. spoilers. I'll, I'll give you my my one of my endings at least. Um, 
two of my characters ended up in some robot concentration camp. That, that <laughs> um, was the uh, the female one and the child one. Yes, yeah. and there were some really dark moments in that where, yes, like I said before, it hits its sort of points about racism pretty just blunt. Like, it just, it's, yeah. it's almost like he's doesn't yeah yeah what's it i can't remember the writer who, who does all the content david cage, david cage yeah. yeah um i feel like he could have done a better job or some of it but when you're in that concentration camp and you walk in and they say right clothes off and you're like watching this girl and stuff and you're like oh my god and then like right skin off and they have to press a button and they become these like white androgynous sort of android things like for me i was like that's, uh, i was i was like i've really gotten close to some of these characters and yeah, I ended up in this really fucked up concentration camp where <laughs> most of the other robots you've met up to that point, loads of them end up in that camp. Yeah. And, you know, one of them like sacrifices themselves for you. And you're like, I've seen this. And loads uh, of people haven't seen that ending. Exactly. Whereas, like, with them, I, I had a pretty happy ending. <laughs> you know, like, well, mine ended happy, but like, yeah, I had to go through yeah. that, tr- that trauma through like, the See, last chapter. I, I never did that. Like, throughout most of their. Obviously, like, it's traumatic. For them like a lot anyway but um towards the end like it was pretty sales um smooth sailing for me with them characters you know what I mean? yeah i there's a there's a mission on a ship um i yeah, ended up yeah. fucking that up and getting caught and that's why i ended up in the camp but i remember looking at my percentage of how many people had that chapter and i think it was like only 20 percent of the people who had that chapter so because i'd fucked it up i'd ended up in this dark position where yeah. it could have went either way but obviously, with you, you you must have got off the ship, all right, I'd, and you ended up on the border to Canada. I was, I, I was, I, I, I won't say lucky, but I guess I was just like, I was really played into the game at the moment of time. But um, yeah, like I, I, every every choice I made with everyone pretty much ended brilliantly. Like for every character that I, I was with. Yeah, I had good endings for all mine, and even though I went through that traumatic one, I'm quite glad I had that as a traumatic chapter because it was like you know that. That made me care more towards the end, and, and and that's what I mean. Like I want to play through it again because I can then, I can purposely fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, get, get get a different um, a different path altogether. I've like. I've said it before on the on the show and that where I love like Heavy Rain and I've played that with my partner and I've probably mentioned the story before, but we did a playthrough and accidentally killed two of the main characters about two-thirds of the way through the game and so none of the chapters after that appeared like one of them died in a house fire yeah. and just disappeared in the game. <laughs> and then the other one ended up dying in um, a scrapyard uh just in a fight with some guy that was the end of his story and that was it you went to the final chapter and two of the main characters who were supposed to be there just weren't there yeah that's just, I, I love that because <clears throat> like, you can you can have a more open-ended sort of ending can't you, you mm. like early chapter choices generally lead to no. the same place but yeah when you get towards the end it can just spat like pan out because there's no there's no repercussion because you're, you're reaching the end of the game anyway yeah. I, be- I believe like the first mission on detroit like the very first one it's, it's almost like a prologue kind of thing um I, I believe that does have consequences if you if you do that differently like throughout the game you know what i mean yeah um, i do like that because uh, like until dawn is that kind of game as well isn't yeah. it but that is one where, like, no matter what you do, you're going to end up with roughly the same ending kind of thing, yeah. just with different characters or whatever. But, you know, both Detroit and Heavy Rain sound like they're actually, they are totally different kind of thing. Though. Yeah, there's there's obviously, like, <clears throat> like Heavy Rain's got something like 80 endings or something for the specific characters. Most of them are just subtle, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, But some of them were, this is a minor spoiler for Heavy Rain, but there's a murderer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, at the end of that game, you can either get away or not. 
yeah. pretty much. And like, I've never been able to play the game. I've only played it maybe three times. I've never had it where the murderer has been caught, even though you find out like who it is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. Whereas some people will have had completely solid, 100% good endings. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's my number three anyway. Solid, yeah. I uh, Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Um, John, do you want to do number two? Yeah, go on to number two. Uh, <clears throat> probably a bit underwhelming again. Uh, if you remember last year, my game of the year last year was Star Wars Battlefront 2. Just purely from the fact it's the game I'll play the most. And it's the game most designed for me, kind of thing. My number two game uh, is NBA Playgrounds 2. Just, I'm not saying it's the second best game of the year. I'm just saying that I've played it for like 80 hours... This is if... 80 so, hours? 80 hours, yeah. It's not 25 days, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not way off yet, but... Uh, it's as if, like, Sabre Interactive just thought, right, we're going to make a game here just designed for John Taylor. We're going to, like, find out exactly what he likes and tailor it to, to suit him. And it's like, I like opening packs of cards with players in them. I love that. I like arcade basketball games, like NBA Jam. I love that. Short games. And that's all it is. <laughs> yep. Fair yeah, but, yeah, but the gameplay uh, when it came out, a lot of people were having a, having a go about uh, the microtransaction aspects of it. But I'm, I just doesn't bother me at all that side of it. I've played it for I've not spent a penny on the game, and I've played it for eighty hours. But I'm at the point now where I've nearly unlocked every player on the game without paying a penny for it. You know what I mean? So I don't get why people moan about the microtransactions that much. It's almost like don't buy anything and just play the game, and you'll you'll get the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, loved it. And it's also the reason that Jono can't be here today. He's at home playing it right now. We're both yeah. ballers, me and Jono. So. Yeah, he's trying to catch up to your... your yeah, trying to catch up to my, uh, my, my level. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, ballers, is that the official name? Ball, or? Ballers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the, uh, what, is it the currency that's called Baller Books? Baller Books, love that. yeah. yeah. Love Excellent, that. no, perfect. Game of, game of the yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's that good Jono couldn't well, even make it. Here to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, number two. Yeah, <laughs> No, um, I'd, uh, I've I've seen you play it, and I, I I was looking at it when you were playing it, going that frame rate's pretty solid. Like the yeah. whole thing just runs so smoothly; it looks like a fun game to play. And it's worth mentioning that I've got it on the Switch, and the fact that we can just take it to work and play it on launch in multiplayer. You know, it's like going back to being a kid when you have your mates around playing the Mega Drive or something. How often do you all get around the same console nowadays and play multiplayer yeah, games? Kind of oh yeah, I mean like Couch Co-op is yeah. There's still a couple of games that are really good Couch Co-op, but. It's organising it, but like yeah, with no, um, with the Switch as an example. That's what I mean, the portability of the Switch. console for that. Yeah, just take it to work and everyone have a go on lunch yeah. kind of thing. It's so good. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, uh, this is purely a Switch version of NBA Playgrounds I'm reviewing here. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, number two game of the year. Cool. cool. Uh, my number two game of the year, it's going to cause some discussion. So mm-hmm. it's God of War. It's my number two of the year. Um, yeah, I loved it. Um I feel like the league game is going to come up again in this in this this sort of round table. So we could either discuss it. This is this is another one that Steve wouldn't have played, isn't it? Yeah, so Steve wouldn't have played this. Yeah, one. again, <laughs> Xbox One Master Race. <laughs> Someone's got to say it. Nobody else yeah. will. Yeah. But- We've got Sea of Thieves, so oh, <laughs> that'll be on the most. I was going to say Sea of Thieves, but I thought, oh, it's unfair, nothing can beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, best yeah, just leave, leave it, it off, leave it, leave it off. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think um, the God of War chat might be better later on in the, in the show. Okay. Um, well, you're taking a gamble here because... It might not be on there. You're gambling that me or Nick have got it in our top two. So. I am. I am gambling. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's your top well, my, one. My one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep, I'm, I'm gambling on that. I'm right, okay. That. Um, Steve, do you want to give you your number two? Yes, again, uh, slightly cheeky, but it did only come out on the Xbox One last year, 2018, um, and it's Subnautica in space. It is No Man's Sky. I was well for you were going to say some notes good DLC or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah, No Man's Sky only came out last year on the. Uh, on yeah, the, fair I was enough. Say, yeah. It's a cheeky one because yeah. it's been out for a while. But it's been yeah. an, out for an awful long time in PS4. But you've just but again it, yeah. Xbox One Master Race. We didn't get it until three years later, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you, you got you got one of the best games of the last few years, which is near um, near Automata last year for the Xbox, like a year after everybody else. So yeah, yeah. You've not that, played that yet, but no, that, no, that's, that's, that's yeah, the second best game of 2017. So, 2017? Yeah, there's uh, a recommendation. Up to date then, so <laughs> 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 current. Um, no, No Man's Sky. Um, I remember watching a lot of gameplay footage when it came out to, on the PS4 and a lot of people really hating on it. But I was watching it going, no, I, I like that. I, <laughs> Do you know I, I like that? I, I want to play gonna, that. I was going to say, like, with you getting it only last year, like, you've got the... Um, like it's good because so it's literally the best version because it came out good, exactly so you had the big the, yeah the next update when that came out that is literally when they released it on the Xbox One with all that change stuff um, but just coming to the game obviously when people on the PS4 played it, it didn't have base building it didn't have proper multiplayer obviously day one all that was on the Xbox One so I've I've not played multiplayer too much but I've dabbled uh, I like building things hence Subnautica hence this game yep. um, but I found a nice little planet from a base it's got a natural slope which goes from a main base to a viewing platform there's an ocean it's lovely it's really nice um but no, I just really liked it, flying around, discovering new things. I like just taking a jump to a random place and not knowing what's going to be there. I like just popping down to a planet and seeing what's going on. I mean, you know, how weird all the aliens look because the episode, the uh, little generator doesn't always yeah. work the best. I mean, um, it's just... Yeah. Even, even on release, like, um, everyone hated it. I, I weren't that... You know, because I got it when everyone was hating. So it. I'm, I'm, Nick, I, I'm more or less on the exact same boat as you. I, I, I didn't like completely hate it. I just kind of got a bit bored because like there wasn't much to do at the time. You know what I mean? That's that's kind but, of understandable. But for I don't know, I guess for the right person though, the base game is still incredible. It fell a victim to Sony sort of bigging it up, it. Yeah. and then and then Hello Games really being because they were such a small studio, they had no hope. I see. I like. I've played it since the new content came out and it's a game that I enjoyed again, like when that all came out and I left it again. Didn't get, didn't get bored, I just left it. And I do plan on going back to it because I think there's more there for me to, to do. But I can distill that game into sort of one moment for me, which is the, um, the first time you leave a planet and you go into space. For me, that's I can distill that entire game to that one moment where I was like jaw-dropping. I was like, this is, this is amazing. Like, look at these planets in the sky, like... Couldn't believe it, um, but for the rest of the game, I feel I just I don't know. I like it. I definitely like it. I just I just just ha- don't, it's, it's like I don't have the patience to. I get to that. Play it. A lot of the game is micromanagement, um, especially <laughs> now that you can have your you can have your own little freighter flying around, and then you have your own little um, your own little what? Sorry, like a freighter. So you have your oh, own freighter. big ship. Okay. Um, so you go and land on your big ship, and then you can have like a little bunch of frigates as well. And then you can give them little missions and they go flying off and they do their own thing and they come back with resources. And that's one of the best part of the game, actually, because you get uh, you get really cool little logs of what they do. So they'll say what's happened and so on. Um, that's very nice because that's very much um, 
it's very much a throwback to like really old school early's like Amiga Commodore games. Is that it feels the same as it's that same sort of British computer games humor that you don't see anymore. Yeah, that's quite <clears> nice <throat> because I used to play those text adventure games. Mm. It really reminds me of them, and that's really cool. It's got a good soundtrack as well. Sixty-five days to start. Excellent they, soundtrack. They, they do the soundtrack. Excellent soundtrack. Um, I think I appreciate what it does more than I actually enjoy playing it. So I. I've I've dabbled in making procedural music before, and that's a, that's where you can create music that basically basically just writes itself, and you can just put a set of rules in and come out with this 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 piece of art, you could say. And I feel like that's what they've done with the game as well. Like you know, if there's a comparison there where they've basically put a bunch of rules in and said, right, randomize and just make random stuff, and like I love that because you go to a completely new planet, you can have a red sky, like you just don't know what you're getting. I think it's great, but there's only there's a limit to that. So you're never gonna have the like random events because random events, it's kind of like there can only be such a scope to it. You yeah. can't just have completely random. Like it has to be within a set of rules. You're never gonna walk like land on a planet and there's gonna be like a forty foot alien on there. You're just never gonna see it. I yeah, mean, but, you you can. For well, all right. Uh, <laughs> Hundred foot. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I, in all honesty, no, I'm joking. I don't know how big the biggest alien is, but they can get real big. They can get big. <laughs> they can big. get real big. But like, um, I think my, my my point is that like all the planets, as far as I know, are all the same size. Yeah, I think that might be true. I think that's yeah. one. Um, well, yes, but I don't know if that's true. I think there are basically a couple of different sizes the planets can be. But there's yeah. not many different sizes because also there's moons as well. I was just gonna say, I'm pretty sure moons are quite a bit smaller. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think you're sort of right. I think there is like maybe five different sizes a planet can be. Okay, I, I I heard something that you could walk in one direction and you'll never reach where you were or something like that. I mean, you'll never be able to walk around the planet because I mean, I think you could. It'll just take a really long time. Okay, okay, maybe I'm, I'm, I might be misinformed on that one, but. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like it's, Minecraft where you just keep going and going and going. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, like I said, I like the game. It's just there are obviously limitations to it. I think, I think my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the game is the photo mode because you can take some amazing photos. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, it's, it's great stuff. Um, just like I said, there's, there's only, there's a limitation to what you can create with a game like that. Um, like the story mode when they first brought it out was was shocking. It was just yeah, a, yeah. It was not a story mode. They've they've fixed that since. They've added a lot more to it. Well, there's a, there's like three or four different storylines you can pursue now. Yeah, back in the day, it was back in the day. Like back when it was first released, <laughs> it was literally just find the center of the universe or whatever it was. Find mm-hmm. the find the Atlas. Um, but it was shocking because you do find the center of the universe and it basically ends the game. And then you have to, you can just have to restart. You can't, <laughs> you can't go back. You can't just go back and go back to where. But anyway, I suppose back then there was no base building, so you're not physically losing anything. Yeah. Like now, if you had to just go back to the start and you spent tens hours. of hours yeah. building a cool base, like I have, yeah, you'd be a bit more peeved off. Yeah, like just the last. Like, I feel like I'm moaning about the game. I like the game, but the first time after the new update came out. Was walking across a planet and a sort of crashed freighter. Never seen one of them before, and I'd put a good, good fifteen to twenty hours in it the last time I played it. Sort of crashed freighter. I was like, "That's so cool! Like, look at this giant ship that's crashed." You know, go over get the resources. Spent an hour or so there. I was like, "This is cool," and like 
couple of planets later, saw the same one, just exactly the same layout. Like, and I was like, okay, oh, so it's broke the illusion for me. That yeah. although, is it, could you argue that was the the crashed freighter planet? That's just where they all go to crash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like an elephant <laughs> graveyard, but yeah. Freighters, <laughs> freighters, yeah, yeah. No, like no, I I, I do like the game. I, I do I do really like it. Like, I come down on it from a perspective where I've. It's almost I've got too high, too high um, for uh, too high hopes for it. That when it came out, that it was going to be better than it was. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I think I'm still in that boat, but yeah, they were getting death threats for that game and stuff. It was like that's, that's yeah. a million miles too far. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just just insane. But no, I I, I do like it. Yeah. Um, any any more? Should we move on? No, no, yeah, sure, Nick. No. Nick, you're number two. Yeah. Mine's going to be in much the same vein as yours, where, where the discussion's probably going to have to wait. Because <laughs> mine's Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. So, and I'm pretty confident that'll be someone's number one. So. It's a bit, a bit of a gamble. A bit of a gamble. You say it's a gamble, but like, <laughs> it's it's at least one person's, maybe two. <laughs> so, yeah. You've been looking at my notes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we've all got one game now. So, um, let, we'll, we'll, I, rather than going to the discussion about it, do you want to just say the names and then we'll have the discussion about the games individually afterwards? Should we just put it out there? Because uh, well, I've already it, guessed. Red Dead, so so I, well, I've already guessed who two of the three. Well, you're the only one who I don't know who's number one. It is. Yeah. So, okay. Who who do you think Steez is? Steez is Red Dead two. And who do you think Nick's is God of War? George is Defo Red Dead. Right. Okay. We've got it all. So should we? Should we, should we you're just a wild card. <laughs> you're just Fight Night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fight Night. Yeah. No, you're just Fortnite. From 2011. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, my number one for 2018 is uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I love that whole series. Uh, they rebooted it in like 2013. This is the end of the trilogy. Uh, a lot of people weren't too happy with it because the story is weird, but I, I like that. It's like a really yeah. weird uh, element to it. They rebooted it in 2013. It's, it's very... Uh, popular to reboot stuff into it and make yeah. it like gritty and realistic like the Bond films did it and you know so on and <clears throat> they rebooted it in 2013 and made it like more you know like, this is realistic Lara Croft and this is the third film in the trilogy and it feels like they've just got to this third game and thought oh forget the reboot thing just go back to making the old crazy games where like oh, right. the world's going to implode and she's got to like stop a prophecy or something I played, like, I played the first of the trilogy. Uh, yeah. Back, back when it yeah. got released. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, similar to me, I, I played the first one. I think I played through the first one twice. I think I played it on the Xbox 360, and then I, did, I think I played it again on the Xbox, the Xbox one. one. Yeah, the enhanced yeah. version, yeah. And uh, 2 was great as well, Rise of the Tomb Raider. And, but this one is like just batshit crazy, some of the stuff in it. But I, I like it. I like how weird it is. The... Uh, it's essentially the same game. They have, they've, they've got a few new mechanics in there, uh, gameplay mechanics, but... Essentially, there's a prophecy that the world's going to end, that Lara's brought about herself. It's causing, like, tsunamis to wipe out, like, Asia and stuff. Like, <laughs> the world's literally imploding, and she's got to go to this temple to, like, find a, you know, find how to stop it kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, I loved it. Same gameplay as the other ones, but I, I just really enjoyed it, and it ends the trilogy you know, in, in a really weird, cool way. So, really liked okay. it. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to know what the ending is, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. Yeah. I think eventually I would like to play it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the less you know about the whole thing, the better kind of thing. So, if I can make a disparaging comment, um, I've not played any of the new Tomb Raiders. I've not even played any of the old ones for more than five minutes. Um, I've heard the newer ones are a bit like Uncharted light. 
I think, the, fur... I, think the, I think they're better than Uncharted. You think they're uh, better than Uncharted? Uncharted's got a weird fixation on gunplay. Like, he, he murders thousands of people in those games. Oh, and you, and you never mention it. It, it never comes up. Like, no. it's just, like, yeah. lovable Nathan... Uh, Nathan... Yeah. Nathan Drake. Drake. And yeah. he's, he's killed... He's killed by, the, by the end of the fourth game, if you've played all four of them, you've probably killed a good 10,000. He's probably the world's leading mass murderer. <laughs> I mean, it's genocide. Like, so <laughs> don't beat around the bush. Yeah. 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 But that's another thing with this third game. Like... Tomb Raider does the machine gun thing where you can get machine guns, but the game almost forces you not to use them. You have a bow and arrow and you have to use that constantly, like for just the silent aspect of it. And this one more than ever, like you hardly even need to pick up the guns. It's just always bow and action, uh, bow and arrow action and stuff. And I just love that. You know, it, you never feel like you're murdering people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, you're just taking out, you know, uh, sentries with a bow and arrow kind of thing, sneaking into places, but. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, From what I've seen, uh, image-wise, like the graphics on it. Uh, yeah, it looks great. Apparently on the Xbox One, uh, what's the new one called? The One X. One X. Apparently, it looks amazing on that mm. as well, which I haven't got. But yeah, uh, yeah I loved it. But game of the year. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, before I go on to my one, uh, I'm going to give Steve's game of the year away, which was uh, Fallout seventy six. Uh, oh well, no, Joe. Let's let's have an argument in a bit. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was expecting it after No One's Sky for number two. <laughs> I, I had a theme going on that night. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, well, my my number one this year is Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, yeah, like I mean, it's also mine. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two is my number one game because, yeah. good lord, it's incredible. <laughs> it yeah. just is. Uh, I I think I think that we're gonna be. So you can, we're not going to talk. You can spoilers. spoil it if you want. I'm, I'm not bothered. Okay, I'm, I'm not. Oh, gonna... No, I really think you should play. It. You should see it through. I can't be bothered. It's too long in it. I'll never go back to it. I that 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 is exactly why my, that's my number two, not number one, because yeah. it is just a far too long game. They've they've stretched it out way more than they should have done. Okay, I mean, um, you, you, you pronounced paste it perfectly to make it the best game ever. Wrong. <laughs> that's, that's definitely not what they so, <laughs> let, let's let, let's just look at like the last chapter before you get to the uh the well let's let's discuss I, the game like, in general first but i'm like, fine for spoilers though honestly be, I'm before, before you get to like the epilogues like that last chapter was so slow like i i stopped playing it for ages because like i can't but the last chapter I, was oh it's like gut I punch can, after gut oh, punch no i I, can, I, 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 like, I i got that first gut punch and and i was like wow that's just fucking hit me right I'll, right where it hurt i'll but. concede that when you get into the whole native american indian storyline that is a bit of a lull in the game for me like when i was playing it you got to that bit and you were like, oh, "Is like, that the uh, the Mexico of this game?" It's the Mexico of Red Dead yeah. Two, yeah. Like and the Cuba bit, I thought that was boring and slow as well. Oh, the Guama. See, I didn't oh, mind. I, didn't mind that. I, that, no, I liked Guama, but that, I did it very quickly. That was. I was just doing. I was just going to go straight plow into spoilers. I, I, let's not plow straight into it. Um, I, let's talk about some of the general aspects. Then we'll talk, we'll go into story because for me the story is the best story I've seen from a, probably a Rockstar game. It might be the best story I've saw in a game full stop for a very long time. Yeah. I'd have to think. I, don't, I wouldn't be able to go that far, but I'd say for, for a Rockstar game, it's, it's the best story they've ever put out. Um, I'd say the pacing. I think the pacing, from what I've heard, this is a game where it got such incredible, like, critical acclaim, this game. Mm. From when you talk to people, a lot of people got turned off by the pacing, and it sounds like the pacing of the story turned a lot of people off. Um, even with me, who my game of the year, even in episode, like we said, chapter six, I was like, this needs to speed up again now because I'm getting a bit bored of this Native American Indian story. Um, 
but yeah, like the pacing of the game for me was generally like a massive positive. Like they've built a game for you to, it, you've got to, it goes about its like story with such confidence that it's got to pay off that you, you go with the slow pacing. It's a personal thing, but I think, yeah, it's like some people have not been able to connect with that, that aspect of the game. So I'm looking at you, Nick. Like, um, do you do you agree with that? Yeah, the the pacing just yeah too slow. Yeah, I mean, I I, I pretty much blitzed through <laughs> the first four four uh, chapters. Like, um, how many chapters? Are five or six? Sorry, there's six and then six. so I, two I parts of an epilogue. So I, I I blitzed through the first five then. I, I just blitzed straight through and I was really enjoying that, I won't lie. But then I got to the sixth, I stopped playing it for months. I, I just didn't play it for months. And the only reason I went back to play it is like, I need to finish this game. That's That was it. And then when, when you get to the epilogues, I, I thought that was just pointless. But I, I get why they did it. I get like the, the need to kind of connect it to number one. I understood that. But I, I thought I thought the, what they did was kind of lazy because they just copied what they did with number one. See, I... I... I get, yeah, spoilers. No, I have heard this, yeah, so it's fine. So, yeah, spoilers on this were when you finish the first game, um, you get an epilogue where you play as Jack Marston. Um, on this game, you get to the epilogue and you play as John Marston. So, it's quite a jarring cut, I would say, where you finish chapter six and it's like quite an emotional sort of end to the story. And then you just start again and you're in a cart as Jack, as um, John Marston with uh, Abigail. Just Jack on a little, back. yeah, just on a little cart, just driving into town, and that's just the start of the epilogue. And you're like, and I was like, oh shit, like, okay, so we're in the epilogue now. I, but I enjoyed the epilogue, mate. Like, I, I whole, enjoyed it too. The building the house aspect as well. The building house was a really <laughs> fun little, nice little montage yeah. with um, a song literally about building a house and. I mean, I, I agree. I actually did. <laughs> I, I so did it's those building prompts as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. You, I did, you, I, you hammer to the music. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, I did agree. I did enjoy that, but. Um, I don't know. It was you, you farming. I'm sorry. Like, I'd, if I wanted to farm, I'd, I'd play farming simulator. You know what I mean? I don't want to be milking a cow. I, I don't give a fuck about. It, there is there are prompts where and you I'm pull like, the analog sticks down to milk a cow as well. Yeah. And, so and, you, yeah. and, and you and you have to do that to get through the game. I, I just didn't care for that whatsoever. Yeah, it, I, I think I think it was, it was pretty minimal. The amount of farming you had to do. No, I know, but I, I I wanted it to be less. I wanted it to be none. I've, you milked I, the cow I, once. I, I, want, I wanted it to end um, at the end of chapter six. I think well, I only milked the cow. Five, really, I'm sure I only milked the cow once. Myself. Yeah, no, you. It's, it's for story requirements. You milked the cow once. Yeah, you can milk it more than once if I, you want. I, I, I want. I mean, to, it's all about that ranch life. I want to not do it <laughs> once. I want to not yeah. do it at all. <laughs> no, like, um, yeah, no, I, I, I understand like your issue with it. Um, for me though, like if you look at the, the game in general, like it's paced really slow. Like it's this gigantic map. And like. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm proper like. Oh yeah, I know you enjoy. I'm, 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 sl- I'm, yeah. I'm slaying this game. I'm slaying this game. But it's visually amazing. It looks beautiful. It really does. And the voice actor who did uh, got Arthur, Arthur. He b- brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I, I think mean, he got an award <clears> and definitely deserve but I think you can make an argument that Arthur Morgan's the best new character in a game for a long time Arthur Morgan if you if you you go down the path of being honourable at the end Mm, it's fantastic he's the fantastic amazing yeah Yeah. like uh, just who he is at the end of the game 
is incredible. Yeah, I know. I I I, I, I stayed honourable the whole way through. Yeah, did you? Because I've done the. I did all the optional on. Did everyone else? Did you do did all most, the honour missions? Most of the most of the stranger ones, the ones I saw, I did. Sorry, no. I mean, there's there's uh, there's several honour missions that only some of them only appear if you've got a high honour rating. Possibly, I've done, um, I've done them all. I mean, I I probably I I've done everything, and my honour was pretty much at the top all, all, right, okay. yeah, all the way through. Honor, so I would have done them. Did you get a trophy for doing optional honour missions? Possibly, I can't because sure. I mean that would like give it away that you did. Mm. Might, might have done. Can't remember. Can't remember. But no, just like where you end up in that thing. Just briefly trotting back a little bit um, on about the trotting. Trotting, yeah, no, related. Let's yeah. not gallop ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stop, oh. ho- stop horsing around. Stop it! I'll just uh, I'll just canter on with this. <laughs> I think I'm out of him. I think I might be out of him. <laughs> Stop flogging this dead horse, Dean. Get on with it. No, this morning I uh, I did a bit of dressage to get into a close. Um, Take the reins, Joe. Alright, go on. Whoa, and that. <laughs> just going back to the uh, the Indians missions, the Native Americans rather, sorry, missions uh, being a bit of a lull. That also contains one of my favourite missions in the game, though when you go to the oil fields and there's that terrific moment where you go to rescue the the little shit, whatever his name is. The the younger... The, the younger guy who mm-hmm. basically wants... He, he wants yeah. uh, a, a war to happen. Yeah. But you go into like extracting for this situation and then you've got Sadie, your girl. She, she sticks yeah. by you. Yeah. Sadie's a great and character. Just, uh, Sadie's an amazing character. And you all sort of line up and then you just gallop down together and you just... You can sh- like it's not even a cutscene. You're like actually physically galloping down in a line, and you can shoot, and you've been shot out while doing it. That's one of the best moments in the game, but it's still in what could be arguably called the lull of the game. Yeah, mm. I can see that. I can see that. I think I think a lot of the lull for me was that it was right at the top of the map, and like whenever you're trying to go to that mission, you're almost forced to just gattle up for fifteen minutes until you get to the top of the map. Like that is that's a weakness in the game that some people would see. I don't mind it. Because I don't mind it. We just put auto travel on and just sit there and watch it, and you don't have to touch any controls. Yeah, but again, though, it's it's one of them where you still got to spend the time traveling the scenery. So yeah, I'm... shoot a rabbit on the way. <laughs> Get a nice pelt. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like I didn't do much. I only in the epilogue did I find out you could like cook an animal there and then. Yeah, like, I only found that out in the epilogue. I put about 60, 70 hours in, um, and only at the end of the game I, I killed a rabbit and it said cook, and I was like. Oh shit! I could have, <laughs> like, I could, you know, could have done that. But I, I went through that entire game, like, I, I try, I, I try and get uh, involved in a game and immersed in a game. But with this one, there's a mission where Jack uh, gets kidnapped, and it's, I think it's chapter three or something. But he gets kidnapped. I think it's chapter three because it's when you're in um. Yeah, it's. I've been pretty sure yeah. chapter three. Everyone's you know, like, you see the outside roads, isn't it? So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets stressed out in the camp and it's like quite a stressful atmosphere. And like, I was like, oh, Arthur's, Arthur must be really depressed here. So what, what would Arthur do? So like, I went, right, I'm going to go into town. So I went to St. got my head shaved, like, and cut my beard down. I was like, right, new start. Let's just get this over and done with. Like, like I was trying to, like, I was living life as Arthur as if he would react into the, you know, the world going around. I know that's me yeah. making my own story up almost, but... There's bits where I was thinking, God, he's 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 on a downward spiral here. Like his hair's growing loads, and like he's got a massive beard. And I was like, he's on a real downward spiral. Like towards the start of the game, as an example, I was always well kept. You know, I had the 
the moustache and the, the sideburns, shaved the goatee. I was like, I look sick. This is, this is great. But towards the end of the game, I was like, no, the, like, he's, he's dying. Like, I was like, he stopped caring like, about what he looks like. So he was dressed all in black by the end of the game. I got changed right before the final mission, expecting that the end to come. And I was like, I'm going to dress him up like it's his funeral. I was like, this is the end. Like, So my final like mission, he's dressed in all black, black like leather coat and everything, black hat. So whilst you go through that mission, I'm going through it knowing, and he knows as well. I know that he knows that he's, he's riding to his death. And I was like, so I dressed him appropriately. Why do, why do you do that in a game? There's no benefit. I could have went in a fucking fox hunting outfit. Do you know what I mean? If I wanted to for the final game, give him a that little beret or something. Like, you know what I mean? I could have given him a, a fucking red beret. It's like, no, I wanted to give him like mm. a black. <laughs> I actually took the different approach. In an early game when Arthur's like a lad, uh, I went for big beard. You know, if you can grow a big beard in a game, I'm going to grow a big beard in a game. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you start being sick, then he went like nicely clean shaven, bit of a moustache going on, slick back her, dressing better. And in my head, it was like, he's dying. He's trying to, become a better person while he's dying so he's got to look after himself a bit more he's not the rough frontiersman anymore he wants to make more an effort he wants to be a better person whilst he's still got a chance so it's like almost like the I exact lo- I opposite I love that we've yeah. both done completely different things yeah. then both got the same thing out of the game which is like you've got so immersed in the game that you're like living this life as Arthur and adapting to what happens in the game so like th- this is a spoiler um, yeah. Yeah. you get diagnosed with tuberculosis halfway through the game Mm. And uh, from that point on, you're kind of like, right, I've got a death sentence. Like, he's going to die at the end of the game. You you learn about that in about chapter four or something like that. At the end of chapter five. Is it the end of chapter five you find that? Because that's where I stopped. Yeah, it's um, it's after yeah. you come back from Guam. Yeah, that's right. Because you catch tuberculosis and you just got this death sentence on, on your head then. And yeah, for me, like, you notice it straight away where the, his character model has changed. So he's, his eyes are all bloodshot and stuff. And like, but you can't get rid of that. That's it. That's you for the rest of the game. Yeah. And like all all camp building stuff you've done earlier on hardly means anything in chapter five and six because your camp's disbanded. People have left. People have been killed. Like there's there's no family there anymore. The whole the whole story of the game it all unravels towards the end, and that's the point. Okay. Of the gang has unravelled, and like you can make the argument that. I said Arthur is one of the best characters like that've been created recently, but that game you can make an argument. It's just about Dutch and how, how what an amazing character that they've I think, written there is. Well, I think in particular what makes it so amazing is I think the foreshadowing's done very well in the game. I think I said to you before we got to the point where he's diagnosed with TP. I said to the point, you know, he's sick and he's dying because you just slowly start. Like you'll do a mission and then you'll just yeah. gradually. He'll take a couple of minutes to get his breath after the mission. Like early in the game, you don't do that, and it just gradually gets a bit longer. And then every now and again, in uh, you'll just be coughing a little bit. And he's like, "Oh no, no, he's he's sick." There's something yeah. wrong. But even yeah. there's a pivotal moment as well with Dutch, where I think it's the, when you try and rob a trolley station, um, and he bangs his head, and it's referenced there and then. And then that's the exact point as when you can go slowly start snowballing into full on just crazy man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I, I love I love that game. Um, no, it's terrific. It probably I've, is. I've 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 said this off the pod that I want to play that game again, but I kind of want to keep it in like the second chapter, just so I've got like a healthy Arthur to just go like ride around and you know do mm. hunting and stuff. Um, 
you know, just keep keep him alive a bit longer. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I understand obviously why you can't, but like, I would have loved it at the end if I could have a choice to just play as Harper again. Yeah, just, and, just play and, through it, like I, you know, with the entirety of the map. Like, yeah, so I've got yeah. Blackwater and stuff. If I could do that with Arthur, then I'd, I'd, I'd probably like rate it a hell of a lot more than I do now. To be honest, for me, I, I like that. There's the finite ending, though. You do all this collecting of like money and stuff, but you get to the end of Arthur's like arc. That all like I know his items go to John, but you've got no money. You know what I mean? Like all you, all that money you've been saving, all these gold bars, if you've been selling them, your money disappears. Like it's yeah. just gone. Like I like a finite ending, and like I like that idea. I know, but I, what I mean is like I'd, I'd kind of like the uh, option, the, the option at the end. Like once it's all done, just like all right, you can go around as half for a bit. Yeah. You know? like, well, I knew Alpha was gonna die, and all throughout the game, I was really secretly hoping that you got to be Sadie in the epilogue. Yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. I want to mention one more moment. Um, unless Steve got anything else or I own it. I mean, honestly, we could probably just keep going and going. You could, you so could. it's best that we just sort of like I, I wanna I wanna mention one one last moment then, because this would be the last we talk about Red Dead for the, the show. But um towards the final chapter, uh you you and John are trying to escape this gunfire. And if you've got horse bonding level four. Oh god, you'll make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got horse bonding level four, you get a special extra line in in the the cutscene you don't get it if you've got like a brand new horse but you, you're riding along and you end up getting what shot off your horse well your horse gets shot your horse you, gets you, shot you, you it. come off it yeah but then yeah you come off it and you look at your horse and you more or less like look if you've got a level four horse bonding you look at the horse and you're like you know thank you and that and the horse is dying and you're yeah. like john's shouting going you've got to you know, yeah well it's john's like come on come on and you just wait with it until the horse actually yeah, passes. But I, like that whole that that game is a horse simulation, horse bonding simulation. But, um, but <laughs> I know both me and you've had Buell, um, which yeah. is Hamish's horse. Did you meet Hamish <coughs> in the game? Hamish is a, a side character, and he, um, towards the end of his missions, he ends up dying, and you inherit. Oh, his sorry, horse. that's the guy you go fishing and hunting with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never did the final one. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. What I mean, no, I've, I've been told all about it, yeah, but yeah. like, I think like because I I was just rushing through the game at that point. Um, I'd, I'd done the second one, which is the hunting one with the yeah, wolves. the wolves, yeah. Um, and straight before I went to do the final mission. Oh, so right, actually, okay. they weren't available after that. Yeah. Well, like me and Steve both had Buell at that moment, and we've obviously promised Hamish we're going to look after Buell. Yeah, so, like, so it's almost like... Because I, I loved the Hamish missions because it was like, ah, oh, forget to chill out and just do a bit of hunting and fishing. He finally got you a know? real friend. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's, yeah, he's got an actual friend who's not in the life. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not in the whole living the bandit dream and so on. But oh, God, it's just powerful, powerful his, stuff. His dying wish is for you to look after Buell. And if you take Buell into that final chapter, Buell dies and you have to say thanks to, to Buell. It's really, really sad. <laughs> like that, that moment will stick with me in, in gaming. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, sorry, I know we were going to move on, but one more thing as well is there's a mission in San Denis where you're speaking to what's Arthur's love interest? I can't remember her name. Is it Mary? I was thinking Mary. I think it might be Mary. There's a mission where you go to like the theatre and watch a show with her. Yeah. yeah and afterwards, yeah. she's trying to convince you to come after it. And there's a bit where like you can see Arthur's properly torn, but he wants to go, but he knows they need money and he doesn't want to abandon the group. He doesn't want to abandon the camp. And I thought that was terrific. Obviously, the voice acting is superb anyway, but I thought that was voiced so well and you really got a sense of the torn emotion in Arthur just doesn't know what to do, but doesn't want to abandon people that he perceives as relying on him. You've already caught tuberculosis by that point, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So you, you're not aware that you've got it, but you've caught it already. So it's kind of like, I like the idea that he's at, he's got the choice there where he can get out of the life and that. 
but he's still got a death sentence yeah. which doesn't know he's got it but which are, you know it's, it's just, just an amazing game I love yeah. it um, Nick you're number one Fallout 76 <laughs> <laughs> I mean what, I mean, before I go into my number one, Fallout 76, like, behind you there, it's still in the bag, still in its wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I bought that on, on release. Um, I, I pre-ordered it, I, yeah. I, I have no regrets for buying it. In this room, it. John, just to just interrupt, uh, £120 been spent on that game. I, 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 have, I have absolutely no regrets for buying it. Like, no, I, not in the slightest. I will buy I will play it eventually, but um, it's, I've just not had the time at the moment. Uh, but yeah, my number also, one. But on that though, does it not bother you that you can like buy it now for like twenty quid? No, you? it actually doesn't. It really doesn't. No, no. because I'll be honest with you, <laughs> the, the main reason I um, actually pre-ordered it is for that one little bobblehead. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm more than happy the fact that I've got that <laughs> sixty quid well spent. Yeah, I, I genuinely believe that was well spent. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, yeah. you know, you know more on that. Then. And plus, if I keep it in its wrapper, I could probably sell it in a few years as like a relic. Yeah, a downfall time. of a game series <laughs> of, of of a game studio. <laughs> um, yeah, number one, as, as you guessed already, is God of War. Yeah, great game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've, 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 like I was saying before, like about Red Dead I, was like, I felt it dragged I think this didn't drag it it was perfectly um, paced. paced game yeah. like it, it, it went on just as long as it needed to um, well I was thinking that before when you were talking about Red Dead like when it was it end of October Red Dead came out yeah yeah I played that for a month solid until NBA Playgrounds came out at the end of, at the end of November and I got to chapter, to chapter three. Exactly, yeah. Got a war <laughs> completely within like three weeks kind of thing, so... And that's that's what I like about it, like... Um, about 30 hours in that game, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've already played it uh, on New Game Plus, so I've been through it um, a second time, and I have plans to... Before I'd, I'd even pick up Red Dead again, I will play that for a third time. Mm. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, I think it looks amazing. Um, I think the, the voice actors are amazing. I, I've, I've always been a fan of... Um, the Kratos voice actor because he's from my favorite TV series. So yeah, um, just so many. Sorry, yeah, there's just so many moments in that game that like I was skeptical of this game. I I played it for about four hours, fell off it, didn't go back to it for six months. I've only played it in December, and I you know went through it. Was like oh, I'll keep I'll I'll get through this bit, and I got through it, and then just got completely hooked about six hours in. And I was like, "This this game is great." There's See, so many moments in there where it just it just blow my mind. The first time you go into the portal room, um, loads of the scenery. First time you meet the world serpent. Um, when you see that big giant that's been like that's battled for and fell from. See, I, I was know. I was sold <laughs> with, spoilers by the way. I was sold on this game like in the first like five minutes. Like literally, I think like you're at your cabin, aren't you? And like. As soon as like that um, first fight happens, I was sold. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm fully in now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I didn't, I didn't put it down until I completed it. Um, when I first played it, and same with the second time, played straight through it. Um, and you mentioned before about uh, Detroit looking good. I think God of War is probably the best looking game I've seen. I think. Oh, I, I, I agree. I think, I think it looks. It definitely looks better than like. Yeah, just the, from the technical aspects, I think it's incredible. Like some of the stuff they pull off in that game. No, I I agree. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of the moments that sort of strike me as like memorable, uh, it's a lot to do with the scenery and just how it looks. So when you come towards the end of the game, for example, you walk up to spread your mother's ashes, and you look out and there's all these, all these dead giants. Right? Yeah, it's and it's just it was just 
That's it's, it's only been built. That's the whole landscape's only been built for what five minutes of yeah. the game, yeah. and you, it's just it's just incredible how it how it looks. Right, um, when you go back, they've obviously done winter's coming, so you've got all the snow coming down now, so it's more you know snowy. Um, your dragon fights, your battles, there's, there's, all your fight there's, scenes. There's, it's all so well, like... There's a dragon seat, um, fight right in, like, in a mountain in the beginning. That was amazing. Like, you go in, you go in like, the dragon flying around in this, yeah, like, small yeah. enclosed place. That looks amazing. And there's another one with uh, Balder, um, where you're on the dragon. Yeah. I think that was amazing. Like, like... You're actually just on a on a dragon, running up a dragon, and it's amazing. It feels crafted, like you know those scenes where the first time you see that dragon and stuff, and the way it's moving and stuff. It feels yeah. like it's been handcrafted to be seen that once, and it you know the, you you see it in that part of the game, you don't see it again. Like where he's trying to like eat Sindri, and he's hiding. By the way, Sindri, Brock, and Mimir, three of the best characters. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like Sindri's like hiding, trying to get away from the dragon. Like that's just been built to be seen that one moment in that game and that's it mm. like it's all been hand, almost handcrafted and, and the game's got this amazing ability where like it make it, it makes you believe you're controlling it when you're not like i, I don't like if you, do you know what i mean well well like, like there'll be a cut scene but like it's like it's so perfectly put in straight after you're moving where yeah, it feels they're... like you're still doing it and it's so... i had that yeah i had that where yeah. you're still pressing like square yeah you'd it's just a, it's just a scene uh, that you're watching. Yeah. Exactly, and, and it's yeah. so perfectly done that, uh, mm-hmm. like you feel like you, you have to, otherwise you're gonna fall off the dragon. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's just beautifully put together game. Really. Yeah, and like the other God of War games, it's really like visceral the action and stuff. There's one bit. I mean, I'm, I'm it's for like I played it back in May now, so I'm trying to remember like bits of it, but. The final fights at the end when you fight him, is it bold when you fall off the dragon or something? Yeah, yeah. And like a trace is just like launching arrows into him, like on the way down, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. And that was amazing. The, yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, and and that's another thing the uh, the the uh, like relationship between Kratos and Atreus. Like, I was so invested in that like little relationship. I'm like to the point where there's a bit where um, Atreus has been a little knob, and I was <laughs> I was so pissed off of him as if I was his dad. You know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, "What the fuck are you doing, you little knob?" Um, you know what I mean? Um, I was hoping for more, oh, more of a connect. Like I, I would love the game. I was hoping for more of a being a dad. I wanted a more of a dad connection to the game. I don't feel like I got that. I just got a really good game. I'm not saying that's a negative, but I was hoping that it would trigger <clears throat> something else off inside my head that would give me a deeper feeling for the game but i do feel like as well it's part of the fact that he had a family before and they all got killed by the gods kind of thing yeah so yeah yeah he's just reluctant to to love his son true kind of yeah <laughs> but then but like even when at the end of the game when he puts his arm around him i felt that was too much like i i felt like no, when he called him is son that, is that a character kind of thing? he called him son instead of boy yeah. it, it, the game it, and i was like that should that, that should have been it for me for me i'd have, I'd have been definitely like not though because like literally in so many points during the game he was like so close all he wants to do is touch his son uh, yeah there are more yeah all he wants yeah. to do throughout the game is touch his son but because of like you say he's like he's been hurt because all his family's been killed and stuff yeah he's reluctant to get close to anyone and then at the end it's like you know We've been through it, and this is my son. You know? And you know what I mean? It's like it's 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 what the whole game's been building up to, really. Him, yeah, no, that is fair. That is fair. I just for me, I just with with think I'm, I speculate, and I'm sure I'm sure the rest of us have that it's probably going to be a trilogy. I've I've said this. It'll probably be a trilogy. Yeah. I think the only moment they should have really hugged is like the minute Kratos is dying on the floor or something. 
that you know do you reckon yeah I mean that should have been the moment rather than at the end well of the I think it'll moment. be a trace who kills him so yeah I don't but I can see that it could happen yeah all the, yep. is it patricide yes yeah yeah where all the all the patricide that goes on in that game it's all leading towards this cycle where a trace is going to end up killing Kratos and it's like they're like no we're going to break the cycle is but as well just purely because of who he is is it worth mentioning that or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, 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 spoil we, we spoiled Red Dead, so you might as well spoil that. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you know? Uh, Xbox Master Race, so again, I've never played that game because it's. But do you know I'm going to I'm I'm search Master Race every time you said that was podcast and replace it with Fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you'll be interested with this, Steve. Like, you're selling the game Atreus. It's got like an alternate background, basically, and he's actually Loki. Oh, like, cool. uh, and you've called him Atreus, but he's actually the God of Mischief kind of thing. And you find out towards the end of the game, don't you? That, it's so cool. Yeah, I mean, that's so Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> it's it's where he's reading it, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know why they're calling me a different name on the on the walls yeah. on on these uh, prophecies." And he's like, well, "What are they calling you?" And he's like, "I'm down as Loki." And then you're <laughs> sat there going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I really like Viking mythology, so I would have to jump here and say I'm afraid Loki isn't actually a god because he's not an Acer like the rest of them. He's merely the son of a frost giant. Uh, well, well, I think, I, well, well, I think that, that is the way the god the, yeah, the, the game goes. In, in, yeah. in this game, he, he is yeah. actually the son of a giant. So. Yeah, yeah, it's Marvel who uh, embellishes role. I think in the uh, in this one, he is just a normal dude. In I think, yeah, yeah. yeah Atreus yeah. in this is uh, the son of a giant and Kratos, so he's a son of. It's half god, half giant, really. Half god, half giant, part mortal. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. mm. But Kratos was just a man until he beat uh, the Ares. war gods. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. I never thought, I never ever thought I'd say I enjoyed a God of War game because for me it's always been an angsty teenager's type of game, right? which is, I've said, I've said that in the past. Where I can uh, imagine some like angry, <laughs> angry 15 year old finishing school and going home and just battering people on God of War. That was my, always my view of that game so i've never played it but this one it's like they've added so many layers to that and it's like they've the would you call this a reboot i don't think so you isn't this chronologically after the yeah yeah it's, yeah, yeah. it's not a reboot if, but... if anything it'd be a, an extremely soft reboot yeah like, soft reboot then an extremely yeah. extremely it's like soft. they've rebooted that game into something that's so much more like they've they've really I like renamed. It's called God of War. It's not like God of War Four. See, I don't think it is. I think God of War's always been amazing. Like mm. the whole angsty teenager thing. I don't think that you're totally on point with that. I think okay. that the makers of it knew that people would think that. It's almost like an in joke. The fact of how ridiculous Kratos is in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like literally all games like "fuck you, Zeus, fuck <laughs> you." When he refers, yeah. Zeus is a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's like. It's almost like the makers of the game know how ridiculous it is. You know what I mean? Like when they do, yeah. The, I'm, I'm just how OTT it is. I'm like. usually not a fan of um, just just bru- brutality for no reason, which is how I've always viewed them games. Well, I, I get there's reason. No, yeah, I think I the reason is reason. they're just put, they're just doing it for how ridiculous can we make this? Yeah, like how OTT can we go with this? The draw of those games was the brutality. And and you know the the action like that's the. But I mean, draw. it's an amazing actual the actual gameplay is amazing of the old God of War. That's what I'm saying. Like that that's the draw of that game. It's the action and stuff. Whereas I feel like this game's expanded it to such a point where I've enjoyed it and I've enjoyed the action of the game. But I've been drawn in by you know the story and the visuals. You know, that's what I've been drawn in by. Like the whole setting of the game. Like yeah. that's what drew me in. Um, and you know I think that's that's a massive tick against that game. That it's. It's it's broadened its appeal like hugely to a point where I think I think universally not universally but most places are given this game of the year like 
I mean, online. God of War got like God of War Two got like Game of the Year and stuff, and that came God out. God of War Two, yeah, that was like yeah. a massive game on PS Two when it launched yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I do yeah. like the idea though, like like you're calling this a soft reboot. Um, I love the idea that like every time like they do say they'll do another trilogy now they'll do another soft reboot with a different mythology. I'll, See, that's kind of cool. I think that is cool. I, I, I like the idea. I, I like the idea that mm. like because well, they, they'll, hopefully they'll take good couple of years before they release another one. Oh yeah, I mean? definitely. Um, so so but by the time like it comes to do another mythology, it'll be like what PS. No, it'd be it'd be the PS5 definitely. Yeah, we'll be on the next gen, I think. No, yeah. I mean, so so. Well, like, Which use as the next mythology? Because we've done we've done Greek and we've done Norse. Well, they could definitely they can do Egyptian. <laughs> Egyptian's a big one. I think um, Hindu I, would be interesting. I, I love. Oh, <laughs> imagine. I love the idea that Kratos will just just, just destroy every god. Yeah, in, <laughs> the ultimate every, atheist in every mythology. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just love it. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I'd I'd love like I'd I'd just love I'd love more of these games and they're obviously coming. I like the so they've obviously got the portal room where they've got these like locked off regions like Asgard as an example. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that it leads you to think there's going to be DLC, but they were like, no, we'll, we'll just make a new game. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to release like some twenty pound or ten pound like DLC package. They're I was, I was gonna... reading a, a, a interview with the director and he was going to do DLC. That was the plan. Yeah. But it turned into such a big thing that they were like, we might as well just make another game rather than like... But I really respect that. Because yeah. like, they could have cashed right in yeah, and just said, right, yeah. here's some DLC, churn some of that out, you go Asgard on this DLC. Yeah. And no, they've, they've sort of like, I really respect what they've done. Though. Yeah, stuck to the guns kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck to the racks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, that rounds off our uh, 2018 games. Um Honourable mentions then. We've got a few. John? I've got a couple of quick ones. Uh, God of War and Red Dead 2. Do you want to talk about them for a bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I'm shocked that nobody mentioned the amazing amazing Spider-Man. Uh, that, well, or Spider-Man even. That, to be fair, that, that was in my honourable mentions. Yeah, I thought, I thought one of you would have picked that. but No, I'm... I'm... That, that, like, like I say, like... Um... It was a toss-up between that and Detroit for my number three. Ah, right. But um, yeah, it was, it was. I was considering it for me number three spot, definitely. Yeah. If I only you weren't going to pick it, I might have picked it myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, great, uh, great game. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you got any more on? No, sorry, I'm done. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed uh, Game Dev Story this year, which is. I love Game Dev Story. Probably really? came out 2011 or something. I was going to say, that's I not mean, like 2018. I remember games, playing it on my on the phone. Switch, it came out in 2018, I think. Oh, okay. You're you doing a stay. A cheeky stay. Uh, another honorable mention, uh, Nier Automata. <laughs> that's what they call me, the cheeky stay. <laughs> uh, Nier Automata. Um, I think it's become as God's edition. Uh, that's the Xbox version. I you, will play it, I for promise. Your late, for you latecomers. That's... One of the best games I've played in years. Stay. I'm looking straight at you. You need to play that game. I will. I will. I mean, eventually. Yeah, and uh, I had I um, my other one was you should uh, <laughs> Detroit, which is well, obviously our next list, which we've discussed. So, there, I don't think I've missed any off. Stay. Cool. My big one is probably my most Subnautica. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, is no. Uh, <laughs> So the base is probably almost certainly one of my most played games of last year, but it did come out the previous year, um, and that is so it's Destiny Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a feeling you're going to say Destiny Two then. <laughs> uh, I mean Destiny Two. It's Destiny's an interesting bag because I love that game 
I really generally love that game. And the first Destiny ended in a really good place. And then they just jumped the shark so hard with the release mm. of the second game. But last year saw year two of Destiny 2. Um, that's a mouthful. And the Forsaken update. Um, and a lot of the stuff that was missing from when they launched Destiny 2 was just added back in. Um, and honestly, they've properly revitalized the game a lot. They've made it a much better game. It's in a much better place. And uh, it's actually really good to get into it at the minute as well because you can literally just buy the Forsaken one and you'll get all the DLC that's come before, which is like two expansions. So it's, it's not an insignificant amount. Uh, but just, oh, it's, if you want a game where you can just run around shooting stuff, being a cool space wizard, I mean, it's Destiny 2, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. Other than that, my other honorable mention... Oh, sorry, just one last thing on Destiny 2. How do you feel about uh, Activision losing the rights for it? Well, Bunge, that's interesting, Bunge isn't it? Solo. So... Activision, yeah. Well, there was a couple of that. This all really started a couple of months ago when Activision sort of leaked, or rather, it was leaked that Activision said they were disappointed with the sales of Destiny 2. Which is, I think, it's mad. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Destiny 2 makes a lot of money because of microtransactions. Yeah. Um, it does the correct thing that all games should really do with microtransactions, and that's they're all cosmetic stuff. Well, I mean, technically, you've got emotes. Or you get sparrows, which are your little speeder bikes or ships, but they have literally no gameplay implications at all. Yeah. So it does the correct approach to microtransactions. Is if you want to make, if you want to buy a cool dance that your lad can do, go for it. You know, knock yourself out. Yeah. From what I've read on the subject, it shouldn't really affect Destiny Two so much because Bungie keep control of all Destiny Two, and apparently. In the first place, the action vision didn't really have that much impact on how Destiny 2 was uh, was marketed or how yeah. it was shipped or anything like that. They were just literally uh, the publisher kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah <clears> essentially. <throat> so hopefully it won't really impact the change. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, that means we'll get rid of microtransactions and stuff like that. We, we won't because it makes a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a goldmine for them. It means they'll carry on making um, process. But no, I, I, it's, um, I honestly don't think anything will change at all. Oh, I think okay. it doesn't really affect the game in any way, shape, or form. I yeah. think they'll carry on. It might mean that we don't see Destiny 3 as soon as it might have happened. Yeah. I feel like if Activision was still in charge, they might have, they would have forced them the too. third game to come out a lot sooner. Yeah. With them not being in charge, I feel like Bungie might stick on Destiny 2 a while. Um, because it looks stunning. It's a pretty game to play. Considering it is, you know, a year and a bit old now. Yeah. I think it came out in September, I think. Yeah, 2017, was it? Yeah, yeah 2017. So it's like a year and almost a year and a half old now. Yeah. And it still looks incredible. Um, and they've had no significant graphical updates. All this extra stuff has been like new places to visit and, you know, story stuff. But, uh, oh, yeah. My overall mention um, is going back to my earlier. Only technically come out this year, shenanigans. These are these are possibly the oldest game that's been mentioned today, and it is Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old oh, Republic right, Two, okay. um, because yeah. they're cracking games, and now they're fully backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Yeah. So I've been playing through them again, and the you know shock horror Bioware RPGs are still really good <laughs> RPGs. Yeah. I mean, they're still great. They're still great. It's Back nice on. being able to play them without them freezing every ten seconds, yeah. which is what used to happen with those games. So they actually run better on. They the run Xbox really, one, yeah, yeah. They run a lot better. Right. Um, they don't look great because it's an old game, and sometimes when you don't, because it's not a remake, is it? It's an upres. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes because it's an automatic process, it gets a little blurry. <clears throat> you know. Technically, the graphics are better, but the fidelity's lost a little bit. 
that's how that's what happens when you res a lot of games. But it's just the running because I played the first two on the Xbox. Um, sorry, on the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were they weren't terrifically well optimized on the original Xbox. So they did freeze. Going into menus did take a very long time. You, there's a lot of stuttering. If you were doing a lot of snazzy force powers, there's a lot of stuttering. Um, but playing through, the, uh, it's well worth it. They're, they're terrific. Um, and I think this is actually an uh, up-res of the original Xbox version rather than the mobile version that came out not that long ago. Ah, right. So that's quite nice. Because remember, there's all, uh, sometimes that happens, we just get the HD mobile version of a game rather than... A more dedicated more, yeah. port. Uh, the big famous example, I think, is San Andreas. When that was re-released on the Xbox 360, it was awful because it was the mobile home version. It was right. just absolutely horrible. <laughs> but, I mean, that's it for Honourable Ventures. It was just us, Nick. I've got two. Uh, I, I don't need to go into much detail because everyone knows about the games unless you've been living under a rock your whole life. Fallout 76. Um, <laughs> well, um, the fir- first one is uh, Spyro, Reignited Trilogy. It's a good child, actually. Um, yeah. I've, I've I've been playing through that. That's, looks stunning, that game. It does yeah. look amazing. Like I say, it, unless you've been living under a rock, like that's been out since the 90s, so like, all three of them. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Fantastic um, remake of the uh, original trilogy. Uh, second one is, again, a remake. Um, it's Pokemon um, Go, Eevee. Well, specifically Eevee because that's the one I've got. <laughs> but they've got this too. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I, that's a game where I, I want it. I just can't part with fifty quid for it. Like I love, I love Pokemon, and I'm going to get that game because it looks incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll be it's it, they've changed some mechanics in it, but um, it's basically just a complete copy of the yellow games from the old Game Boy Color. Can I make one more statement then before we move on? Um, not not so much an honourable mention, but I mentioned earlier that Fortnite's the game of the year. Um, mm. um, I can't, you have to kind of respect what what it's done. Did like, Heggy vote for this game? In the <laughs> well, ask him on the next Marvel pod. Um, you know, you, they released the game for free, completely for free. Almost felt like a rip off of. Like player in unknowns battle. Well, I mean, it, it, it you is. say almost felt like it's <laughs> yeah. absolutely a ripoff. Uh, Even the way like, you arrive on the like, map is exactly. just the way they do it. <laughs> no game has has took over like that, like, to yeah. that scale where people are, like banning it from schools and stuff. Like that's mm. it's insane. I mean, well, yeah, but well, kids are stupid. Yeah, kids are stupid. But imagine like. They're getting into lawsuits from um, the guy who invented the floss dance and stuff because they use the floss dance in the game. Like, you've got football players scoring in World Cup finals doing dances from that bloody game. Yeah, yeah. And just to add to to this, like, I've not played, I don't play the game. I've played it um, with you, uh, Nick and John. I've played it with you. Um, They've managed to create a free game, make millions and millions off it, and also constantly update the game and add new content to, to for the people who do enjoy it. And it's got so successful that they've launched their own store off the back of Fortnite. So instead of having Steam now, you can have the Epic Store. Like, it's... Yeah, that, it's, it's mad, it? Yeah. It's made massive, like... It's like its own, like, industry. Like, yeah, it's a one-game yeah. industry that has been, has been released for free. Mm. Like, it's insane how, what they've managed to, to accomplish. So you kind of... I, I look at it and I don't want to play it, but... I can massively respect the like what, what they've what, managed what to do. Like what they've done with it, it's insane. Nothing has ever been able to do that. 
Well, Steve mentioned before about like how you get clones of free games with the World of Tanks thing. I'm sure there were, there were clones of this now, like H H Z Seven or something. That that was is that, that predates Fortnite. That yeah, that, that, yeah, that's a very old. Well, yes and no. There's, yeah, that's there's, an older game, but now there's people are just doing battle royale games yeah. now. So there's, yeah, yeah. there's a there's a mod for that. That is a battle royale yeah, version right. of that game. And Call of Duty have done it. Like Call of Duty Blackout, Blackout yeah. Yeah. yeah, which apparently is the best bla- uh, battle royale game. I've ever. heard. Yeah, I've yeah, heard really good things. Free to play on PS4 until uh, next Saturday. Yeah, so you can just download it and play it for free. The Blackout mode. So. Yeah, uh, I think I've mentioned already tonight uh, the <laughs> Xbox One Master Race. So uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I just wanted to get a little. Just to sort of, we have we have to mention for that. You love it that much. Just wanted to it's, give it a shout. Well, Heggy loves it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I just he's it, not here. I thought best to rent it. <laughs> I just find it endlessly fascinating that Fortnite was not a great game and just didn't do anything yeah. with it at all. But the free spin-off has become huge. Exactly. Has anyone ever even played the single player mode on it? <laughs> no. no. But you have to buy it. It's yeah. like a twenty quid game. So. Yeah, you pay for that and then just play the free version. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Um. All right, uh, should we talk about some 2018 films and then we'll move on to 2019? Yeah, cool. Do, I mean, do you want to leave it for now or do you want to actually go through them like the films thing or we could just burn through them like if... It's up to you. We'll leave them for a future episode if you want to do that or something. But... Do you want to make this a games episode and then we'll do a, a part two film? Could do that, yeah. Could do that. We all, we all I'm all right it. with that. Yeah, 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 nice one. All right, do you want to just burn into games then? Yeah, go for it, yeah. 2019 then. All right, so I've got a list in front of me which is um, it's from Games Radar. So they've put their list of... Best upcoming games of 2019 and beyond. Up, so we're just going to rattle through these. We're going to, you know, maybe mention or chat about some of them. Some of them we'd have discussed on our E3 show, because, like, yeah. for example, Anthem's going to be on this list, and that's that's obviously because it's a really hyped up game. Um, but yeah, uh, Resident Evil Two is coming out. That's a remaster of the second game. Yeah, probably getting that. A lot of people. Has anyone played the demo of it? No. no, I've not even played Resident Evil Two myself. I've only I've played real. Four. I mean, I'm not a Resident Evil fan. It's interesting because they've got a demo at the minute, but it's a one shot half hour demo. Half hour demo. So you yeah. get half an hour. That's your time limit, and then once you've played it, that half hour, that's it. I've heard people it. have managed to hack their way around the thirty minute time limit. On that. I mean, you just get another profile and then read that all it. So, well, I mean, from what I've heard, people can just continuously play it. So you just finish the game. Right. <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts 3. I don't think we've got any Kingdom Hearts fans in this room, but no. that's a game that's been, what, 10 years in the making? The second game all, like came out a long time ago. Um, all your Star Wars characters, I'm sure, will be in that, John. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah. Elliot will love that at work. He will, yeah. That. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn. Anyone interested in Far Cry? I was reading about it before, but I'm not interested, to be honest, about with this series, but... It follows on pretty much straight from uh, number five, doesn't well, it? Well, same, same world, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know how Far Cry 5 ends? No, like I say, I'm not a big fan of this series, but no. I was just reading about it before. Far Cry 5 more or less ends with a massive nuclear bomb going off. See, I've <coughs> Sorry, spoilers. Around, well, I mean, I was just about to say, I've not gone out to play Far Cry. <laughs> 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 but I will at some point because I really like Far Cry games. A quick note about New Dawn is it's a similar situation to Blood Dragon where it's not technically a full game. Right. It's a little spin-off that they've made. Blood Dragon, that was a game. That, that was a, it was a that cracking was game, wasn't it? <laughs> um, uh, Crackdown 3. I never played the second one, but I loved the first one. I, I'm the same. The first one was amazing. I loved yeah. it. And then part two got like bad reviews and stuff, so I'm not, I'm not yeah. bothering with that. But part three will be free to play on the Game Pass. I think I'm going to get Game Pass this year because it's silly not to. Well, if you sign up now, it's a, what, a month it's for one pound. pound. Yeah, yeah, one so, pound. Yeah. yeah. Metro Exodus is another game that's coming out soon. So, I've always wanted to play the Metro games and never so got around to it. Though. So I've, I've, I've yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, no, sorry. go, go ahead. Yeah. So I've 
touched the first one. I desperately wanted to pl- uh, really like it because I've read both the Metro books that the games are placed on and absolutely love the books, but I just couldn't get into the first one. Ah, right. So like, like a Russian post-apocalypse? It, it is, yeah, 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 100%. I've seen a trailer of it and thought, that looks pretty sick. I've seen gameplay at one of the previous E3s and I was like, I really like the idea of that. I've just never never went yeah. anywhere near it. I've yeah. never heard like amazing things about it. There's nothing that's drawn me in. I think it's a solid game, but just you know, yeah, like, it's just it's just I've like an eight out of ten kind of game kind of thing. Yeah, but... like, I've just I've just never <coughs> investigated into it. Like yeah. I've never I've not heard enough about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, Anthem is coming out. That's Bioware. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's actually on my list of ones to bring up if you didn't mention yeah. it. Yeah, I'm Bioware games. I the best sucker for a Bioware game. Yep, same. Um, it's Bioware. I like. It's got lads in mechs. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some oh. mech boys. Yeah, yep. mech boys. Could have said it's not a shooter, that game, yeah. Is it... uh, it's a third-person shooter, but third you're just in a mech suit. Right, right. Yeah, it's... it's, it's um... Well, it's more like power armour, actually, rather than a mech suit, because it's not... It's like a smaller scale. You're just in a, like, a power armour. It's not like suit. Fallout 76 power armour. It's like good power armour. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Just read your little list. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's... Uh, obviously, I'm a massive, massive fan of Dragon Age, so... They came out with Anthem saying, oh, you can't have, like, relationships and stuff. And, like, people, the fans were like, hmm, you know, that was a great part of previous Bioware games. You could have relationships, you could do all sorts. And apparently they've added that into the game now. Oh, really? So they've... they've... Well, they're doing the interesting thing where the main hub world is like a traditional Bioware game. But when you actually go out and do missions, that's the sort of PvE meet up with random people, go out and do a, a little mission sort of aspect. Oh, okay. I'm, it's it's going to be a game where I'm sceptical about the multiplayer aspect, but I'm willing to see what it's like. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I'm going to take yeah. around that, because I'm not a fan of multiplayer. I mean, just a quick one on that. Like, it's funny that, because the only thing I've really heard, <laughs> the only thing I really heard was that from E3, two, we covered it on the E3 show two years ago, in yeah. like 2017. Right. No, I feel like it was last year's one. It was. Was it last year? I'm sure it was announced. Maybe. In oh no, you're right. Sorry, you are right. It was just shown more last year. I think there was well, gameplay the footage last year. There wasn't the previous year. Exactly. They announced it that year. Like, and the big takeaway from it was was like, what's the actual game? Like, so I, in my head, I had it down as like a first person shooter or something. But yeah. you're saying it's like actually more like an RPG third person yeah, shooter absolutely. kind of game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Trials Rising, so a new Trials game. Everyone yeah. loves a Trials game. Is it Uprising? Trials Uprising. I think it's just Rising, is it Uprising? I think it's Trials Uprising. I might be wrong, but pretty it's sure. It's you or Game Radar, what are you wrong? Uh, <laughs> probably Game Radar, unless I've read it wrong. I think you might have actually read it wrong, to be honest, but... Trials Rising. Is it? <laughs> is it definitely Rising? That's what it says here. Uh, no, I'm, I'm wrong. I'll, 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 um, everyone, loves, yeah. everyone loves a Trials game. Well, well, that, that, I'm that, more of an urban Trials playground player now to, nowadays, to be honest. Okay, the, the, the welfare version of it. Yeah. That uh, that was on my list of mentions. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I've always been a massive fan of the Trials games. Um, bought them all when they come out on. Can't yeah. wait for this one. Oh, yeah, right. Every game I've got less in, into it. They, they had too many things into it, like, oh, now you can do like hover on your bike and stuff. And, you know, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm interested for this one on the Switch. So this is coming yeah, on Switch yeah. as well as one right. of the consoles. So. I think just go back to basics, just make it like the first game and don't add new control element, elements into it and stuff. And Yeah, yeah. Not, back yeah. to basics style. To make it too complicated. Yep. Devil May Cry 5. I've never played the series before, but that's coming out. Yeah, I'm not a, not a Devil May Cry fan. I was going to say, I can't imagine Joe being, because that's the kind, like you, you said, God of War is that kind of game where like yeah. angsty 
teenagers will play. That, that's the same thing, isn't it? Oh, do you think I, oh, I it's very think... emo, Devil May Cry? No, what, what, what I mean is, it's the same kind of thing. Well, like you've got you don't collect ammo or anything, so it's just it's just literally a shoot 'em yeah. up, like like uh, with that one. It's more like Bayonetta, where like it's all about the gameplay rather than the story. Like yeah. it's all about. Beat, beat this area with bad guys in the best way possible to get the highest score yeah, kind of yeah. thing you know what I mean that's but uh, it's interesting that the, the drop in the, the reboot they did for it they got to Devil May Cry 4 rebooted it as DMC and they've, they've been, <laughs> been that off and they've gone back to Devil May, Devil May Cry 5 so a bit weird <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 is out this oh. year so oh, that's, yeah. that's coming in April yeah. um, it's coming out on Switch as well as one of the platforms oh, I feel joking? no it's coming out on Switch but I've, I've heard that the delay the, de- the release got delayed for the Switch version Right. More come at 11. Ronda Rousey's voice in Sonya Blade. I yeah. heard. I which heard. Is odd. Um, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so. If they can get that running on Switch to any kind of acceptable level, then. You'll be, be, you should be on that, yeah? Yeah, you, well you, on that. you prefer Doom on the Switch, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, like. Playing that on lunch in, 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 at work. Multiple few games in World Combat in work. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, Days Gone. So that's uh, the survival game coming up. I've got no comment on it as anyone else. It might be good. You drive a bike. I've not heard of that. Have you not? No. I've not heard of a lot of games to be honest nowadays. Uh, Team Sonic Racing. Can't wait. (laughs) Is it like a kart race? 2019. Yeah. I feel like the kart racing game that's going to take the cake next year, this year is uh, Crash Team Racing Reboot. I think that's what's going to be the kart game for this year. I'm not that down for Crash Team Racing, but. Did you play the original? No. It was a massive game. I I loved that when I was a kid. I was always more into Mario Kart back then. But uh, with that, they do like a. They always do the Sega kart racing games, don't they? The last one was Sonic and All Stars Team Racing or something, but that was pretty good. Yeah. Should be good. Shenmue 3 is out. That was, that was another one on my list. Yeah. Shen, Shenmue 3. I, I am a, I'm not far away from buying the first two because I never played them. Very intrigued the, by the, it. You've just done a, a remake, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, re released them on PS4. So I'm going to get them because they sound up my street. Uh, yeah, I've been recommended them. So Shenmue Freeze coming out. So I would like to play through the first two. The, the big game, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to put a lot of time aside. For Definitely, them. yeah. Um, Rage 2, mentioned yep. earlier. Yep, love Looks it. good. Looks very good, actually, yeah. yeah. Don't know if it'll be a straightforward like Doom shooter or whether it be like the first one where it's more of an open world, not open world, more of a bigger world kind of thing <laughs> that you can go through. I've not really seen much about it, but I'm sure. Well, I've watched a fair bit of gameplay footage and it feels like it might be a little bit of an open world right, deal. Yeah. Like, I think in the gameplay footage, the show, it's just you driving around. And, like, uh, I think, like, uh, just a radio mission happens where a satellite's coming down. So you divert off and go and defend the satellites. Yeah. Um, so it, it could be a bit more open world. Excellent. Well done for that. Uh, there's a game coming for PS4, Xbox One, and PC called Jedi Fallen Order. You heard of this? I've heard, I've seen the name on the Argos uh, upcoming list. Oh, I, Argos <laughs> that's again, all seen. We, we need sponsoring by Argos, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think much has been released about it. I don't even like Star Wars, but you know, if you do, then it might come out this year. I mean, it's got to be confirmed 2019. They've got a habit, Lucasfilm, of like announcing and cancelling so many Star Wars games that. Well, they've just cancelled the open world Star Wars game, haven't they? Have they? Yeah. I know they had that one called 1313 a few years ago that they cancelled. Yeah. Uh, which looked well, really good. They had that one, and then they had the one that the open world one, I think, was going to be. I think the writer who did a lot of work on the Uncharted games was writing it, um, um, and they've decided that it wasn't going to come out soon enough for them, so they've canned it in favour of making a shorter game, which I think might be coming this year. I don't think it's that, but it I could think be something it's else. Something, yeah, something else. Star Wars this year. 
Uh, a sequel to Doom is coming possibly this year. Mm. Uh, Doom Eternal. I've seen I've seen footage of it. It looks incredible. Really cannot does. wait. Yep. Yeah, wait I've I've got the uh, the first Doom, not the very first, like the recent first Doom. Uh, I've got that. I've not played it yet though. Um, I, I don't quote me on this, but I've got. I feel like there's some like they've put in um, multiplayer aspects into it, into this Doom Eternal. Um, I feel like that was in the video I watched, but the first one's amazing online. Like yeah, yeah the first Doom. So I feel like during like your single player mode. Oh, like, like co-op. Like people yeah. might be able to just dive into your game. Right. Like. Right. Okay. Uh, move. Move on to Dreams. Has anyone heard of that? No. So no. this is coming from the people who made Little Big Planet. Uh, so media right. molecule. Okay. So they've they've sort of I, f- I feel like they probably scrapped the whole little big planet IP, but um, Dreams is supposed to be this really open ended game creation sort of game. So apparently some of the stuff people are making is insane like, yeah. that you can make on it. You know, like with you people who've been invited to to make stuff, but it's supposed to be just this completely open ended like level creator type thing. Well, I mean, Little Big Planet. The stuff you could find on the game was amazing. Yeah. Like the stuff that people built. There's some stuff. crazy stuff on that. Like, yeah, it, was, um, it wasn't. It was a game that I never really played, but I always like had respect for kind of things. It was amazing the actual yeah scale yeah. of it, but I never played it. <laughs> well, from what I've heard of Dreams, which you know, from, there's not that much out there, but from what I've heard is you can more or less create anything. Like, yeah, I know it's quite a wide scope that, but you can you can edit an awful lot. It's not just a side scroller, Little Big Planet type game. It's it's mm. pretty much you can just do whatever you want, make right. a level. So we'll we'll obviously hear more about that closer we get to it coming out. Um, so that should be out this year. Skull and Bones. No, skip uh, It's just a big pirate game. <laughs> Will like it be a Sea of Thieves? Uh, nothing can stop that juggernaut, John. <laughs> <laughs> dying. I, also, I genuinely do want to play Sea of Thieves, though. <laughs> I'm dying to give it a go. Though. I mean, sure. Let's. Uh, I'll get Game Pass because it's on Game yeah, Pass. We'll sort. Give it out. a go. Yeah. yeah. So possibly this year we might get um, Ghost of Shishima. So that was shown at the last E3. Um, it's a feudal Japan sort of open world game, which they haven't managed to crack yet. Mm-hmm. So looks very pretty from what I saw. Yeah, at E3 like the graphics on it. If it if it looks like I know there's the whole argument Spider Man not looking exactly like it did in the trailers, but if that Ghost of Shishima looks like it did on those trailers, it's got to be going to have to go down as one of the, the best looking games. Oh, I've for ever sure. Seen. Yeah. I'm going to play it though, because, you know. Um, I've not got to my list yet, but what probably will come out in 2019 is the new Kojima game, Death Stranded. It'll, no, it's not going to no, come out. Never gonna come out. <laughs> no, never going to come out. No, never come out. Gears 5. Any Gears of War fans in here? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're all right. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're good games. Yeah. Possibly I'm more interested in the, uh, the Gears Tactics game, to be honest. That's going to be coming. They're turn-based. Like a uh, Halo Wars kind of thing. No, it's like a, well, more of like an XCOM kind of thing. Ah, uh, okay. Again, to be confirmed, I feel like it's 2019, but The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. So that's probably going to be out this year. Mm. That that should that that might go down as a a, a generation defining game that for the play, the PlayStation Four, similar to how it was for the PS3. Yeah, I've got to if, say, it came out very very late into the PS3's life uh, life, didn't it? If they crack it again, because <laughs> um, I think I, am I am I right in saying that that's probably the most critically acclaimed game on PS3? Last of Us. I don't know, possibly. It's up there, isn't it? Yeah. Is that or maybe... Um, oh, you said it before. Serial Killer, just cranes. Origami cranes. Oh, Heavy Rain? Yeah. I wouldn't call that genre defining PS3. I mean, I mean more critically caring. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, it's 
GTA Five, right? Maybe maybe it's up there as well because that came out on both PS3 and PS4, didn't it? Yeah. Um, GTA is a cracking game though. Bayonetta Three is coming out on the Switch. I've not played any of Bayonetta's, but yeah, they're great. Like, I, you know, I'd probably like them. Um, like Devil May Cry. Yep. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake. That's definitely not coming out. Ever. <laughs> um, Cyberpunk. I don't think it's coming out this year. I don't before. think it's coming out this year. I really want it to. That, I really, that, really want it. To that's another one where they crack that. That could be. That could be a, a, a generation defining game for this. For this I feel like if that does come, that's that's going to be like almost if it's lives up to what it's meant to be. That surely will be just game of the year, like whatever year it comes out in. Um, got got some dodgy Xbox game for university. Uh, Halo Infinite. That's a possible one for this year. Mm-hmm. Halo, very good first person shooters. Uh, Halo Infinite. Might be a little bit of an RPG, is really? the rumor that's going around. So I don't really? know how they're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, a couple of games I'm looking forward to are Animal Crossing 2019. Love Animal Crossing. I'm going to disappear from the world when that comes out because I'll just live in that game for a while. Uh, and the Catherine reboot's coming out. Um, I think it was slated for February, but. Yeah, I've already spoke a lot about my love for that first game, but they're doing a sort of extended version of the game and releasing it on PS4. So, you know, that's something to check out. Um, so I've got a wider list that I'm going to scroll through, see if any have been missed off. Uh, has anybody got any others that have been missed off this? Uh, there's there's two that I've got that uh, you've not mentioned so far. Should we just shout those out? Go for it, yeah. Uh, the Division 2, I'm looking forward to. Mm. I was a big fan of the first game. Definitely better with Friends. Um, it's a Tom Clancy game, so like tactics actually matter. So you can quite nicely choreograph attacks with your uh, with your friends. Quite looking forward to that. The gameplay footage again looks really interesting for that. Um, it's very big on the whole gadgets and a fight sort of deal, yeah. and that looks very good. Um, also, it's not been announced, but it, it's likely that it's next year, this year rather. Sorry, um, and that's the Outer Worlds, which is the new Obsidian game from the makers oh, of Fallout. Right. Yeah. Um, looking very good. Um, the original makers of Fallout, they made the very first Fallout as well as being at Obsidian um, when they made uh, New Vegas. Mm. Um, it should be interesting. It, that, it's funny enough, speaking of Knights of the Old Republic before, the way it looks like they're going to do is similar to that where it's not an open world game per se, but there's several planets where there's sort of arenas that you can go around, which is how Knights of the Republic managed right. to do it. Um, quite looking forward to that. That looks <coughs> very good. I've uh, got a game... Um... You might not have heard of it. It's called Hightail, um, which is coming out this year. Um, it's it's a bit, it's basically going to be like a ripoff of Minecraft. But um, it, what it is, it was modders um, who were modding on Minecraft. They were like they realised that like they couldn't do much because of you know it's someone else's game. So they just went and made their own, and it looks amazing. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it, it actually looks amazing. It it looks basically just like Minecraft. It looks a lot um, prettier though, I think. Um, and like rather than it just being a big open world, like there is levels. So like you'll start one bit and you'll go um you'll go through all these different different difficulties of levels. And then after that it's open world. But like there's a set story for a bit there. Mm. And like it'll be just the same way you can build your house and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um Life is Strange is carrying on this year, season two of that. Yeah, yeah. I've I am waiting for the full game to finish before I play it. I've heard a revelation so, so is it not finished? Series two. No. 
No, no, episode one. Episode down. one has. Oh, right. It's on the Game Pass thing, that's all. It's a, oh, right, yeah, okay. Free to play on Game Pass. Yeah, they had, um, they had some weird little prequel game in the middle, which, Nick, I know you liked, which we've spoken on the show before. I know, I've not played it Is that the yet. Captain Spirit? Captain Spirit. Well, oh, I was on about the other one. Well, did it oh, Life is Strange? Well, you're talking the prequel, 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 I thought it was amazing, before it was done. Still need to play it. It's all kind of in the same vein as the first one. I mean, it's to say it's Chloe. Same characters. But it's... You know, in the same kind of vein where like it, it is quite kind of emotional and it's about these people's lives and stuff. It is it's it's an interesting mm. it, they've done a really good job um with the prequel. Like they've done a really Yeah. Um interesting game getting a reboot, uh Medieval. I saw this. I'm actually, I did not realise that was getting I, a reboot. I saw the trailer for it. I'm actually quite excited for it, to be honest. And, Is that an old PS1 game? And PS1 let, me, game let me just yeah. check if it's on Xbox. It's not on Xbox, Steve. It's just PS4. <laughs> it, was, it was a place... <laughs> it's not good enough for Xbox. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Nice job>. John. <laughs> yeah. Um, game coming out. Uh, I think it's coming out on the Switch. Yeah, it is. Untitled Goose Game. Has anyone seen this? I have seen this, yeah. Looks fascinating. Like, yeah. This is a bit like that Katamari game, to be honest. Like, if you look at the art style, you just play a goose and you just do stuff as you a just goose. Basi- you just basically ruin a farmer's life, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's fascinating. Like, yeah, it does look fascinating. Well, like, I, I just love the idea of just doing that. Is this just, not just not like a new goat simulator then? This goat simulator is different because it came from that whole farming simulator graphics sort of. It's piss poor that set of games. If I'm not gonna, not, if I can be. It's fair. not really even a game, is it? It's just no, <laughs> like things. It's fun for half an hour. Yeah, I've got the Star Wars one. I understand that. <laughs> With the goose one though, there's like it feels like there's a real artistic sort of style to it. And someone's trying. Someone's there's an attempt yeah. there, and like I just love <laughs> the idea that someone's made a game where, like, there's one where you've got to get the keys from the farmers, like pockets or something. So you have to go and turn the water on, and it splashes, and he's like, oh, it runs after them. So then you can go steal the keys off him. And it's just like like a bit of a puzzle game behind it. It's not just like running around as a goat, sticking your tongue out or whatever you do. I can't remember you doing goat something. There's some weird it's stuff on that game. Yeah, you can find like pentagrams on the floor, can't you? Like, you can be, like, you can be a devil goat. Yeah, yeah, demonic things and stuff like yeah. Fighting fans, anyone? Yeah. Well, Dead or Alive 6 is coming out. Who? I saw that. Dead or Alive 6. Alive 6. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit, not burnt out on Dead or Alive, but I just don't just probably won't I think I've not played it since I think it was free which was a fantastic game I really enjoyed Dead or Alive 3 but I've not played any since then I had um, I think I didn't have 3 I think I had 2 like 4 and 5 and yeah I've liked them all didn't didn't he just turn into like a um, bikini girl um, they've toned it back for this volleyball game or something they've tried to uh, manoeuvre out of that now so they've they've tried to tone down the sexualisation aspect Oh, not I mean, that, was, that was the main aspect. I was going to say, but that's like, <laughs> I say I won't be buying that one then. <laughs> um, Phoenix Wright, by the looks of it, there's a trilogy coming out on PS4 and Xbox, which is crazy. PS4? There's going to be a Phoenix Wright trilogy coming out on PS4 and Xbox. Right. Interesting. I thought least. the whole appeal of it on the DS was that you could actually touch the touch screen and stuff like that. No, I don't, it's definitely there, but then you can just make a point-and-click adventure suppose, game with a controller. Yeah, yeah. But it's... Um, I just find it interesting that that I've always seen that as a Nintendo type property. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, um, pres- yeah. apparently not. Right. Um, and the last one I'm going to mention is Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. So I was a big fan of the old Toe Jam and Girl Girl <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl games back on Mega Drive. So they, that's getting a re-release. Yeah. Um, they did one on Xbox, but it, it was 3D. It was kind of like yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't 
it just lacked the same sort of height. yeah yeah I just if it can if it can capture anything that the first two games had then it'll be a success if not then you know it's not yeah good. but yeah no that's that's the games sort of list um you know 2019 I think we'll leave films for the next show yeah we we'll do a look a look back and a look forward on films um yeah, we've got, we've got any final thoughts before we wrap up? Just one game you missed off the list. Um, Go on. We're looking forward to uh, Madden 20. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That, that'll be uh, interesting how that turns out. Yeah, could be could, could be good. Could be exactly the same as last year. Could, but, could be. Judging yeah. <laughs> from previous years. Yeah. <laughs> could be I the feel same like, old shit, yeah. I feel like I'd go back to the 2015 game and you could throw me the new one and I'd be like... Oh. Yeah, same game. Like, <laughs> Do you reckon you have an yeah. option not to kneel during the national anthem in that? Or? That'll be the big update, that, yeah. yeah. Big, That'll big, be the big, big selling update. point of a... Yeah. <laughs> New kneeling animation. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be that'd be good. It's one yeah, final yeah. point. Um, it's not a specific game, but I'm quite excited to see what um, VR games get released this year. Mm. Uh, I've, I've not looked at any that are coming out, but um, I'm always I'm always um, quite excited when when like they they bring new new games out for VR. So. Yeah, the future of VR is an interesting one. That's whether they'll I mean. keep it up with PS5 or not, you know what I mean? The, they might just bin it off. I don't know. Maybe. But... Maybe. Apparently, it has been doing well for Sony. You know, they have a lot of games on that store for like five pound that people are just buying kind of yeah. thing. So yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. It's still it's nobody really knows where it's going to go yet. It's mm. going to be it is going to be interesting to see. That's why I'm so interested to see what happens with it now. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean? I, th- I feel like the public perception of it is that like oh that VR was interesting, but it kind of just went away, didn't it? Whereas I think they are actually making quite a bit of money from it. Do you remember PlayStation Home at all on PS3? Yeah. That was like derided for being like an absolute waste of time, but secretly Sony made an absolute fortune from home because yeah. people were just buying all these microtransactions and they'd buy like a, a limited edition Tekken Five shirt for the little yeah. avatar and stuff. Yeah. And like secretly, like Sony were happy not to tell anyone, but they were making a fortune from home kind of thing. And, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like VR is a similar kind of thing. But... Yeah, like I, th- I think um, I think more is coming out for VR though. That's good. Like. That Tetris game that recently came out, apparently it's really a really great experience playing Tetris in VR, which you wouldn't yeah. expect, but apparently it's just... It's oh, yeah, I've heard that too. There's a couple of uh, other podcasts I listen to that we won't mention their names on our podcast, but a lot of them... <laughs> Don't want to give anyone else any more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're already doing okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of ones I've listened to have listed Astro Boy as being one of the games of the year. I've heard that a lot, yeah. a PSVR game. I believe so. Like I heard it was like a killer app when it came out kind of thing. Yeah, like it was yeah. the game to get the VR for kind of thing. There's uh, Moss yeah. as well, where you live, live as a mouse in VR. Um, have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, worth, that's worth a look. Um, yeah. Yep. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there then, if, if no one's got anything else. Okay, um, okay. Where can we find us in that? Do you, Nick, do you want to do the social media? <laughs> I don't even know where. <laughs> <laughs> At D Steve. Yeah. Email us this or or Twitter. I don't know. I mean, if you Google, don't spoil the ending. <laughs> yeah, you'll you know you'll find you'll find us. I think John's better off doing this because I know the email. The email is uh, don't spoil the ending at gmail dot com, and you can uh, tweet me at Taylor nineteen eighty. Yep, we're on SoundCloud as well. So do the search on SoundCloud. We're actually um, on Podbean <laughs> as well. Have we moved now? No, but we might do something. We're, do, we're doing a move. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll leave we'll, the admin off the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have Podbean as well then. Yeah, Podbean. Yeah. I mean, you can actually find us on Podbean. Um, we've, yeah. just, we've just not officially moved over there yet. Yeah. yeah. Facebook. Podknife. We're on that. Pod, yeah. yeah. Whatever that is. Pod Google, we're on that. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're on them all. Bing. Yeah. Find us on Ask Jeeves. Bing's not great. 
Uh, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't. If you're going to go on Bing, search for Google on Bing. Then, <laughs> then look on Google yeah. for us. Yeah. Wait, is Ask Jeeves still a thing? It is. I, is it, just, is just, it actually just, still a thing? Just ask.com, isn't it? Mm. Oh, well, that's not as good, is it? No, he did the Jeeves, Jeeves though, fella, don't yeah. Yeah. Jeeves, it, I think Jeeves felt um, he's still there. He's, oh, like, he's still like in the uh, icon when you go on the website. I feel like he still needs to recognition, though. So uh, we're going to end the show. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for coming, guys. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep, cheers, yep, guys. Sure. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll speak to you again next time. Thank yep. you. Cheers. cheers. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye. Yeah, if you want to just say, oh, yeah, my number three is this, and then we'll carry on from that. Uh, sure. Oh, did, you, did, you want to, did you want to say, like, Nick, what's yours? <laughs> yeah, okay. Do that. All right, cheers, Steve. Uh, Nick, uh, what's your number three? God, sorry. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I laughed. So professional. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I laughed. So much that. All right, we'll, try, we'll try it again. Sorry, I need to go laugh out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all good. We're all professionals. <sighs> Are we? <laughs> all right, sorry. That, that killed me. Not. Cheers, Fasty. Uh, Nick, you're number three. Game of the year, 2018. What's your, what, what, what are you picking? What are you... <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Seriously, I was ready to be good at that. Of course you were. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was ready then. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick, what's your number three of the year? I had a lot of difficulty um, coming up with my third one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we? We're fucked in. <laughs> Pat's gone. It's a whole thing now, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I've got a summer, so I take over. <laughs> right, go on. Right. Yeah, I, I had a lot of difficulty yeah, coming up with my number three of the year.